Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 16th of June 2018. It's our E3 special. 16th. Joining me today, my esteemed pals, uh, Zachary Burgess. Wasn't what I was expecting when you said you were going to emphasize an E. <laughs> I thought it started with an E. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Kemp. You have to embrace the random nature of the intros. <laughs> we def- we, uh, we've definitely done the specific ones for E3 before. C3, Nick, I could have said. <laughs> Yes, maybe. Yeah, just, let's just uh, you know, let's, let's, let's scrub it, scrub it, start again. All right, wink, 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 wink. C three Nick view. So scenic view is the name of this ship, is it? No, no we're, we're way anymore. past. We're way past ships, man. Oh, what are we on? We're on a uh, random paint color names. What? Oh yeah, scenic <laughs> view. Oh god, this is from the uh, Valspar teal range. Valspar. Top tip, if you need a teal, they've got lots of them. <laughs> like most paint companies, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, Valspar <laughs> are that one where they do the blends, so they've got like a billion, which makes it quite a good resource for this randomizer. <laughs> yeah, but not all of them. You can't have infinite names. The ones that they named are specific ones. I don't know. Maybe they have a system like in, the uh, you know, Startopia or whatever, where it like randomizes oh, well, the combinations. Thrown some words in and <laughs> some words in a text line. Yeah, <laughs> that might be why the blue we've used to paint the bedroom is called Bold Move. I don't know. <laughs> what other games have that? Didn't how did it work move? in black and white, where it had like some of the villagers had the names of your friends? Where did it get that from? Like your oh yeah, good contact list or something. Remember. That was a bit early for like contact lists and. Like some Hotmail account or something. Or, something. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or was that another one that we edited to do that? I don't remember. Uh, maybe. Because <laughs> that's what we did with Startopia. Yeah. Because it was just a text file. <laughs> I thought that was a feature for some reason. It would be nowadays, obviously. Well, yeah. Because no one cares. At the time, no one used their real name on the internet, because why would you do that? Okay. These were the days where Count Splatula... Would uh, terrify okay. Quake servers or Glacial Spoon? Well, Count Splatula probably predated. Predated, yeah. yeah. The Splatula. Okay, so what we're we here to do, Dan? We're here <laughs> to cover the 2018 E3 event. Oh, that's that's the fourth E. <laughs> so it's the fourth Electronic e. Entertainment Expo event. Uh, that's taking place in, in LA, as you probably know, if you're a gamer, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast. So we're here to give you our unique take on uh, what's been going on, our thoughts, feelings. Where we on the shit on everything. <laughs> uh, but some things we have positive views on, I'm sure. No, Excitement. Really. Hype is building for some of us. Um, so we're going to do our thing. I mean, of... That's not where we're going to start. No. <laughs> no. Well, we'll I'll start... tell you that now. We'll start with the fun shitters. <laughs> so bring out the press conferences, Maestro. All right. All right. Do we want to do... Uh, there's a couple of things that, that you know, sort of came out prior to E3, but are sort of part of the E3 nonsense. And stuff after the E3 that was not in a press conference. Exactly. So just shove in here, I guess. Exactly. But um, let's, so let's get uh, DOA 6 out of the way. Dead or Alive 6. They put a trailer out. It looks like a Dead or Alive game. They are supposedly intending to slightly de-sexy the game, but they've said that before. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. 
they also no one actually showed it's that feature you know, desexy no one actually showed in a press conference soul color they were over did they no that's very true but a, i have seen people I mean, playing that at e3 so yeah <laughs> I, I haven't seen anything written about or any news floating around about soul Calibur. actually i'm assuming they're just doing their normal thing that they've been doing leading up to this point which has just been we're going to just just trickle out the characters till it launches because uh, that's all they can do i suppose with that game um but yeah uh, didn't show up anywhere at all. I mean, I saw people playing it, so it's there somewhere. But yeah. who knows what what company even is that? It'd be Namco, right? I guess. But Nam- do Namco Bandai have a booth? I guess they must. Maybe for Dark Souls, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um. Yeah, we won't. We'll, we'll come. We'll, we'll we'll come back to the stuff that wasn't there, I suppose, because that will ruin the surprise. <laughs> um. Uh, and also, Hitman Two got announced before. The show as well. Because uh, that's no longer owned by Square. Yep. IO Interactive came out and said, yep, we're making it. Um, so, yeah, uh, like the, the game everyone expected to be happening from that team is happening. Big whoop. We'll come back to it though, because it did come up in one of the shows, but it was announced prior to did things. It, be... it came up in PC Gaming. That doesn't count. Um, we're not doing that anyway. We're not doing PC Gaming. It's not a conference. It's a conference. It's not a conference. It's a show. It specifically says in the name. It's a PC Gaming show. <laughs> What's the difference? The difference is that it's just a bit like it's just trailers and talking to devs on a stage. But it's that's, that's, much, a, that's the show. But it's not a company. It's an amalgamation of random things. True, but I think there's some stuff worth going through. Well, yeah, yeah. but that's what yeah. I was saying for this bit with with bit of the start when we're talking about stuff that's not in the conferences. We'll we'll tackle PC gaming when we get to it. I don't think we will. All right, let's start First, with EA. The media with briefings. E- yes, EA's media. Wait, wait, what do they even call it? Well, they call it EA Play because they they've got oh, their yeah. own conference now, basically. Yeah, they don't attend E3. They yeah, they do their own thing at the same time. Sort of down the street. Yeah. What? Um, okay. I mean, let's let's go into this saying EA have had a pretty bad track record when it comes to these things. And this year is bad, dude. Uh huh. Woo! Bad. So they have a and little pre-show as well. Yeah. So they they had a little pre-show going on. Um, well, I think pretty much everyone had some kind of pre-show. Yeah. So there were there, there were two things I spotted in this. Um, one of them being a mobile game based on Madden called Madden Overdrive. It looks like they're just sort of focusing on quick plays and somehow turning that into a very fast-paced pick-up-and-play game. Blitz, but for Yeah, basically. So there's that. Uh, and Sims is getting a season's update. Which we already knew about, I yep. guess. So there we go. For a long time. So, that somehow still doesn't come out. So that was their pre-show. So let's talk about the terrible, terrible... Lack of information surrounding Battlefield Five. Okay. Like, okay. Let's start by talking about how, like how EA completely bollocks up their conference in general, which is that they talked first and then showed trailers. Yeah, they, so which they, is just they, the worst possible way to do it. They've done this every year, like in recent Recently, memory, yes. where they, they they just open with saying, "And now to talk about da, 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 something something." But not always. And then they walk on like, stage. They did the like parts versus zombies and stuff. They had the big graphic. At least they led in with something a bit more interesting than just. Well, they, yeah, they surprised you a little bit because like, yeah. the guy would just come out to danger zone in a zombie suit, yeah, or whatever, just be like, "Surprise, we're doing this thing." But no, they would just like very casually go, "And now we're going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about this for an incredibly long time before we show you anything interesting." And not very much. And but ba- yeah, Battlefield was just a whole load of nothing. It's like I think we got the light, light version. Of what they had done for the press briefing about you know a couple of weeks ago yeah. that we talked about last time, they 
would seem incredibly reluctant to show this game. Yeah. It's disturbing, like, like just how little of it they're showing us. Did they say in the conference, or did they say another outside, that obviously they're doing Battle Royale? They mentioned it in the conference. That right. came up. Um, well, apparently it's they're just, they're just calling it game at launch. Though. No, that's that's the that's the, yeah, the, the take. Like. Yeah, and, and I think they're just calling it Royale as well. Yeah, you can't actually call it Battlefield Royale. Battlefield <laughs> yeah. Royale. Yeah, Battlefield Royale. Yeah, exactly. With cheese. Oh, well, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, it sounds like that's still very much they don't know what they're doing, but they've at least committed to it. And uh, you know, if you want the bit about realism in Battlefield Five, just throw that completely out the window with Battle Royale because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. True. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it might yeah, make I... sense, like in Berlin, right at the end, <laughs> when the <laughs> Russians are like, "Are oh, the storm?" But that'd be or a something. battle. That's about all. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What, so what actual takeaways have we got from this? Like, you can move turrets now by attaching them to vehicles. Which is bound to be useless <laughs> and dumb. Who's going to do that? Like, well, is, it, is it actually going to be viable think, in the middle? I think of... the answer is everyone's going to do it because you're basically just attaching another gun to a vehicle. Oh, I guess. You can still you fire it while it's moving. I'll just leave it there, <laughs> you reckon, and just tow it. Yeah, it won't be about moving defensive positions. It'll be about adding more firepower to your vehicle. <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon you can fire it while it's moving? I'm pretty sure they showed that in one or other of the trainers. Okay, that, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, there was one other new thing, wasn't there? Like, I mean, Grand Operations is back, which I, mean, I don't know. I think it wasn't called Grand Operations for, but it's basically that multiplayer campaign mode they added to Battlefield One. Um, you know, they were showing off their destruction, which looked all right. Like the way the snow fell off the roof, I thought was quite nice. It was all, and, all until right. it disappeared, yeah. it was all right until it but, just hit the ground and went poof. <laughs> yeah, classically. Um, yeah, um, I'm a little bit worried about how easy that tank just drove through that building, right? Is that because there's never been quite that easy, no. right? So, but then I suppose the tanks are bigger and heavier in World War Two than they have been in World War One. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think World War One even counts really. No, that was a different game altogether. Yeah, so that like how have what, to compare will it more to like three and four? Well, every like you can't just drive through the buildings and they actually are quite sturdy. Yeah, until the point where they suddenly <laughs> turn into a rubble. I, mean, I guess like, the I'm tanks aren't more. actually bigger they're actually smaller but they are more powerful and more armor yeah. and stuff yeah i wonder if it will just like, the bit that worries me is like will the battlefield just turn into will towns just turn into flat rubble piles like within the first four minutes now? well yes probably um, like rather than over the course of a fight i mean that's not unrealistic but <laughs> I mean, that's basically that's more or less how it worked in battlefield 3 and 4 where it, apart from it wasn't like the whole map no. it was like as soon as there was one building that was near a flag you can guarantee that building is not going to survive virtually far into the map at all Mm. A tank will come up there and just shoot it until it's a rubble pile, just so it's not there. Anymore. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, well, there can't be anyone hiding in it if there's if there's if there's no building there. Um, I suppose they talked about the um, slightly increased freedom of movement. Did they really? I mean, about we saw they that. Saw, they said you could jump out a window. Yeah, <laughs> they said, well, and that some of the like you can crawl on your back now, and as um, usual as that will be. Yeah, except that's not even that not even a. I mean, technically, you could already crawl on your back because you can move backwards while prone. And that's technically what that is. I guess, Except yeah. they just never showed it as being crawling on your back. I mean, you can now <laughs> shoot while diving, I think, is the other thing someone, some people noticed. Like, mid-dive, you can be firing bullets. Barely and, a change at all. Yeah. And also, you know, you can't have that whole problem. <laughs> Dolphin diving, that was the whole problem with that. When they, that's why they got rid of proning, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like the bunny hop problem, effectively. It's just yeah. the modern bunny hop. Um <laughs> Will everyone just do that immediately upon seeing each other? Like like the goats that faint. Yeah. Like just be like, Bleh! 
I mean, the reason why it was fucked in that COD game where it was the biggest problem was because the hitboxes didn't light up. Right. So the, the animation didn't really match with where the hitboxes were, so it huh. threw off your aim really badly, and everyone was just doing it constantly, so it looked really dumb, and <laughs> fucked with the hitbox. <laughs> yeah, strange. It's just like, we know all this stuff, and they did show some like little little snippets of footage, as I say, so we can see some of this in action, but it was all very little for the amount of time spent. You know, and then they said, "Oh, hey, the story's come back in its vignette form," and we saw an incredibly disjointed set of tiny clips that don't really tell us anything about the characters we're looking at. Well, I mean, they, they um, then said they're going to show it in Microsoft, and they even <laughs> coming to that later. They barely did there. Yeah, either. I mean, it's worth bringing up now, like to just get it over and done with. They didn't show really anything extra there either. It was a, like I mean, they showed marginally more of that story thing they were trying. Yeah, to Yeah, but like. But not in any coherent way that made, like, made like, it look like a campaign. Like maybe ten seconds more <laughs> overall, and just uh, like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, what is what is wrong with this game? Is what's making me like. What's wrong with this game is that it's just that same battlefield, battlefront two engine. <laughs> <laughs> you hate that engine, that part. I don't it's hate great. it that much. It's just, it doesn't. It never feels like it's played right. Mm. And you know, there's the whole subset of that engine where it's just like, you know. Planes are presumably just going to spawn in midair again. And yeah, yeah all that, that that's, stuff. That, I think that's already like, been. It just confirmed. doesn't feel very good to play that engine. I don't think you want more of the old school style. Yeah. Planes actually spawn on airfields, and yeah. I mean, you know, that was the whole thing we said about Battlefield. Where it's just like, why did they not just make a nice modern World War Two game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did they have to go in mental? But yeah. Anyway, done with that because they seemed done with it. Yeah. Um, well, EA seemed done with most of the stuff they showed, mm-hmm. apparently. Let's have um, a long conversation about FIFA 19. As you do. Um, it looks like a FIFA game. What? Yeah. They're making a football game? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's you good. Know, the World Cup is on at the moment. Games. So it's kind of. Oh, yes, but that, world, but that World Cup stuff is in, is in FIFA 18. Yeah. Oh. I get confused now because oh. that's the game that's out. <laughs> oh. So why would I care about FIFA 19? Because it's, it's got, got the Champions League! Yeah. Oh. Apparently Namco doesn't have that license any longer. Konami? Konami, yeah. That's Konami. But Liverpool yeah. lost yeah. in an embarrassing way. So, Well, maybe now they've got the managers in the game, they can put sad Jurgen Klopp in it, and that's mm-hmm. worth having. Jurgen Klopp's all right. Um, <laughs> Jürgen he's Klopp. not Mourinho. Is it Jurgen? Jurgen. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what to say. Really, like they didn't even have a story thing to like latch onto. They this briefly year, mentioned Alex Hunter. Yeah, he still exists, but like they didn't focus on it this year. We didn't well, they see. also didn't show any like you know. I mean, they showed as much gameplay as FIFA always is when they show it, which is not actual gameplay. I mean, but... they did in their post show. I think, sure, they, I think they, they had some people playing it, and like like Who pros came in to do some team stuff in the post show. But yeah, again, well, it's the problem with these sports things. Like, it, well, actually, didn't they last year go into the detail of like, hey, this is what we've actually changed? To well, the yeah, mechanics. that's what I was expecting. I and was expecting like, at least a momentary thing where it's like, oh, here's a new animation engine or whatever. Yeah, or that's a new what they mode, usually do or, in the sport. Because then, then they have they have be a pro as well now or something? Is that what it's called? Be a pro mode? Like where you're yeah. following a guy? Yeah, I think they had that last time. The Libro Grande mode? Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, again, just doesn't sound like there's anything really to talk about this year. It's just another game. I mean, there never um, really is anything to talk about, but even less. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the general theme of this show. It's EA, but less. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we didn't get a brief. Like, I put a note in at this point saying I'm bored already. Mm. <laughs> um, Let's uh, not bore our listeners then. <laughs> nope. 
Um, they briefly mentioned that they are dabbling with the you know the streaming stuff, a bit like PlayStation Now. They didn't give it a name, I don't think, um, but that they they're planning their own streaming service of some kind. So there's that because yeah, don't yeah, want to do things themselves. Mm, um, and they also talked about Origin Access Premiere. Yep, pay even more money. Yeah. Also, like, so this is a very important point here. Origin Access and EA Access apparently aren't the same thing. Well, if you have EA Access, you have access on your Xbox. If you have Origin Access, you have the same thing, but for PC. Right. The two apparently do not. You pay two subscriptions if you want it everywhere. Mm. Um, so, what does Premiere give us? Uh, it's basically a bit like Microsoft's game pass thing where ea if you have the premiere subscription apparently new games will turn up on this thing immediately um or at the very least a lot faster than they did before um so it's like if you if you're paying that bit more you get the you know you get you get guess what everyone i guess what people actually want from the service it's like hey this thing's out now now you can play it don't worry about it um but yeah so there's that uh but more money. Yeah. And then he, um, they even made another classic, like, EA, like, um, the uh, sense of pride and accomplishment, where he said, <laughs> they came back again and declared it the joy of subscription. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. That's good. That's so, oh, man. They really do need to do something about, was it Andrew? It's Andrew Wilson and... Well, I'm sure it's not really a problem Sodland. with him as much yeah. as this, like, who's writing these these press releases and scripts. <laughs> I don't know. I think like perhaps you'd, like a good presenter would have seen that and just gone, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't care. He just reads what's on the yeah. screen. Oh, they're so bad. Um, so then like, we had a uh, chat with, oh, in fairness to Andrea, who was um, running the show, who I think used to do the news show for The Escapist. Mm. Um, uh, she, I think she did a pretty good job with the hand she was dealt. There wasn't much to do. Exactly. She she was all right, but um because she then had to like fill time interviewing Vince Zampella from Respawn. They had to fill time, but they didn't really have to do it. No, true. <laughs> they, they could have just not done this and I think it would have been fine. Because it was basically chatting to Respawn about, hey, what are you up to? Uh not Titanfall Three, as it turns out. Well, we already knew about the Star Wars thing. Yeah, we knew the Star Wars thing was happening and Respawn were working on it, but you know, Titanfall Three apparently is you know still highly rumoured to be in existence, but we didn't see it. Um, uh, talking about what the game is, not but really not seeing it. it. Not really talking about what the game is at all. Jedi Fallen Order. They called it that name, and they said it happened between episodes three and four, which is not actually surprising at all. No, nope, when the... you consider Jedi Fallen Order as the name of it, yeah, I mean, it makes times. sense. That's <laughs> the dark times. Uh, twenty nineteen, right, because they're like, that. oh, that's what. That's what Obi-Wan says in the first film. He says, before the Dark Times, before the Empire, implying they're the same thing, but apparently they're like, no, the Dark Times were the bit in between. In the middle. Yeah. yeah. The, dark yeah the Dark Times are Order 63. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Uh, yeah, so we don't know anything more than that, really. Nope. So this was a highly necessary thing to do. Yep. Uh, so then... There was the questionable inclusion of Battlefront 2, but... Because they wanted to nearly have an apology, always sort of. Yeah. 
I think it was handled well, not perhaps as well as it could have been. They did basically. I feel for that. He's a brave soul who yeah. ever took that job. Um, but the, the the guy came out and was basically like, "Hey, yeah, we want to do this and we want to hit the ground running." And it was like, obviously, that's not how it went. Um, yeah, he stopped short of apologizing. He stopped yeah. short of basically saying, "Hey, we screwed this up." But he did say, hey, we're, we're fixing things. We're redoing our progression. We're trying ourselves. And we've got all this other stuff coming for free. So please be please be happy. I think like you know, they're trying to make good, which I guess is something. But we still don't really know how long that whole loot box is a bad thing is really going to stick with EA. Um, so, you know. And this was... I guess the first time it really became apparent that EA apparently don't, don't have any footage of any of their games either. No. Where they just loop the same bit of footage oh, over boy, and yeah, over. Yeah, that was so weird. It's like they <laughs> clearly didn't have... They wanted to show some video behind the guy, but you know, I thought what would have been more sensible was like to cut, for once, cut to cut the away. wide shot <laughs> yeah. seemed like a sensible move, but instead, no, they just focused on... Um, they just put the video full screen, but the video was like three times shorter than the amount of time this guy was talking for. Yeah, so, so it's all so, the same thing over and over. So it just looped, and you're like, you could have made more footage. Um, Especially and, Battlefront 2, which is a game that's already been out for like yeah, a year. <laughs> and this wasn't the first time it happened either. It's not just this and presentation that went bad. Um, it's, uh, But then we got onto a, like, a brief spell of uplifting moments. Very briefly. Well, I mean, basically, we got onto a brief spell of not EA. <laughs> not EA, yeah. Kind of, not EA as developers, anyway. Um, Unravel 2 got a bit of screen time, which is great. Um, uh, I mean, we knew it was coming, theoretically. I didn't know it was coming, but apparently it had already been announced and talked about for some time. Um, uh, and well, it's kind of had to be since it's out now. Yeah, Shadow Drop. <laughs> they were just like, hey, it's. It's out now. Go buy it. Um, got to appreciate a shadow drop. I don't think that really counts as a shadow drop. Well, it's as if they you haven't said, had everyone it. already knew about it. Well, it, I, I think it counts if you don't know when it's going to release and suddenly someone goes, it's out now. I don't that's, think, that's also, I don't think it counts as a shadow drop when it's like a, quite a small game because that doesn't have as much like dramatic where it's like, holy shit, they've actually been working on this it drops a, a lot. Drop's a drop. Doesn't matter how big the drop is, it's a drop. It does. And well, I mean, it does matter how big the drop is because that's that's how I live, yo. Yeah, beats first. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's all co-op now, and um, uh, but also like co-op in a way that means you don't have to necessarily play it with someone. You can sort of self-co-op by switching characters, and which I guess means none of the puzzles require simultaneous action, really. Presumably, yeah, but um. Uh, and it's also couch co-op only. That it's been said there's no online co-op for it, but not a ter- terribly huge deal, I think. Not a deal breaker. Um, it's got to be said. I do l- like as much as people have said about the first game that the gameplay ended up being somewhat, you know, by the numbers. I guess like just not as interesting as it first appears. That game has a real nice look to it, and it's and it and it's kept that and seems to be a little bit more refined. And you know, giant flapping grouse. Don't mind myself a bit, Grass. Uh, and then possibly the most interesting title um, was announced, uh, Sea of Solitude, um, which appears to be 
very much along the lines of rhyme was what I took away from it. And that it seems to be a sort of emotional platformer of some description. But the main premise is that the if humans get lonely, they turn into monsters. Apparently, literally everyone already has from yeah. what they showed. So, uh, everyone, <laughs> there's, there's every, there's every... not any non-monster people in that video. Yeah. Uh, it's got. I thought I thought it had a good look to it. Um, it's it's hard to tell what the actual gameplay is from what they what they showed, but um, running and jumping. I mean, yeah. that's about all you can tell. Exactly, but as I say, I got a very strong rhyme vibe from it. Um, uh, and first, uh, first uh, accidental accent issue probably came up at this point as well where the poor woman was trying to say emotional balance um or no was it bring your emotions into balance or something but the way she said balance sounded like bell ends that was a bit so that us on uh, we were watching it like uh, like here last week uh and it was just like oh there's a mo- moment of clarity rippled through us unfortunate accents uh Madden 19. No, you missed NBA Live, as you always do. Oh. <laughs> but then but it's just like, you might as well miss it because it's just basketball. Uh, I totally did miss it. <laughs> I did, yeah, the, again, nothing really to shout about that. It's the same as they did the previous NBA game where they're doing that mix of street and regular yeah. and uh, shoe shopping. Yes. It's <laughs> it's that game again. But no new mechanics or anything. No. Just like FIFA. No, nothing said, really. They briefly show it and they, be like, yep, we're making a sports game okay but we knew about that coming into it as well they they'd sort of announced that that was a thing right before the show as well mm. um that's probably why i haven't written it down yep probably um and then we got probably okay then you can't madden... say probably the worst part of this conference because it was all bad but yeah but the madden thing man mad like so this actually makes me angry a little mm-hmm. bit because they were so madden 19 obviously they were going to do something um, and they tried the same play that they did last year, which was, hey, we're going to talk about the Madden League or the esports stuff and really focus on that yeah. and bring on this young Kiv guy who I guess is the current leader, the current champion or something with a blingy ass belt. Yeah, he had the Madden belt. Like why, is it, why is it a belt? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want a trophy for some reason. Yeah. Um, they wanted it to be handed around, I guess. Well, right. Trophies can be handed. I guess. Like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, but boy, does this guy seem like a complete, he's a terrible role model. Well, I mean, yes, that was basically, that was, uh, there was a couple of other things we'll mention later on that had a similar thing, thing happen, but it's just like, he just pretty much, I mean, he says, like, I followed the money. Yeah. And that's just the best thing to say when you're already at the EA press conference. Oh, boy. It's just like, like. <laughs> talking what? about how, like, I'm fucking, fuck all this other shit I was doing. I need the money. Yeah, like, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> do, do, yeah. Do you want to, did you want to go to your graduation or join this tournament? And he's like, I'll chase that money, dog. I mean, I. Like, just, no, to, no. Technically, go to your graduation, like, that's not, it's not like. I guess it's not essential. He'd already Yeah, it's graduated. not like skipping yeah. school. It's no. just like he was not going, just not going to an event. Yeah, but. I didn't uh, technically go to my one, so you know, for the equivalent of graduation. In fine, it, but it was just, it was just the way it was presented. It just sounded like yeah, sod school, man. Yeah, and then follow the money. Ugh. Why put that in your show? Why, if that was scripted and that was how it was rehearsed? Yeah, again, it's and like it's someone like, someone wrote the script and then didn't have anyone else read it to realize that it was a bad idea. If, if anyone wanted to. Like it, I'm, I'm pretty sure we all believe EA is the worst at yeah. the moment. Like just in general, just like as a company, as an organization, they're just bad. And you know, 
you know, they got voted the worst company in the world for a reason, I suppose. But well, that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but oh boy, then they don't help themselves, man. Nope. And then, in case you weren't pissed off enough about regular esports, how about mobile game esports? How about their attempt at hiding and what this game was, and then sort of failing over the course? Oh boy, yeah, this is a weird ass thing. Out comes two shoutcast commentators, one of them from Redwood Studios. <laughs> Um, and to talk about a mobile game, so like at this point you're already going, oh boy, this is gonna suck. <laughs> Worst combination. Um, and then you realise they're playing a strategy game with two random people that are supposedly big in the strategy scene. Um, I don't know what Rick Kippers was saying. One of them is actually a pretty big StarCraft player, well, yeah. something like that. Um, to play what looked like you know a very simplistic mobile quick strategy game. And then it slowly dawns upon you that, oh, hey, they, they said GDI. Oh, that's a... They said Mammoth Tank. Oh, no. Oh, they, and, and, and that looks a lot like Tiberium. Command and Conquer is back, yo! Mm-hmm. As Command and Conquer rivals. I mean, basically continuing to follow the EA plan of, like, the mobile game is where things go to really die. Yeah, this <laughs> is like Dungeon Keeper oh, and Command and Conquer, and even SimCity to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> Man. In fairness to the game, for what it's trying to do, it kind of looked okay. Yeah. Um, it's just that Command and Conqueror is attached to it, and they made such a big deal of it, and then had a unfortunate trailer that made the game look pretty great until it transitioned into a mobile game. Well, and because <laughs> you know? they'd already shown the game at this yeah. point, it was just like, oh, this is, it, it, maybe that was better that for this specific case that they showed the trailer afterwards, because otherwise you would have started getting hype for Command & Conquer and they'd be like, oh, fuck, it's a oh, mobile game. Okay. No. That would have been the worst way around to do that one. I think at that point you were already, <laughs> oh, no, and actually we're just like, why are we seeing more of it? To be fair, like, well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. They chose the trailer first. The hype to non hype would have been much more abrupt and terrible. Yeah, <laughs> one upside shadow drop, proper shadow drop by your description. I get like, like, we didn't have any idea this was coming, except it's not even really out. Oh, is it not? I thought it's, it was it's an alpha on only on Android. Oh, I misjudged that. My bad, not a shadow drop, doesn't count. Um, and then we got like twenty minutes of Anthem chat. Oh, you forgot that they briefly, uh, briefly before that they mentioned the play to give things that exists. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, in, in, like as much as we rag on EA, that part at least is good. Good on them for doing that. Um, was it like a million or something they yeah. said they invested this year? I feel year? like that number hasn't gone up though. No, I don't I, think that it has. should be going up year on year, shouldn't it? Really? Oh, what's, yeah, seven percent. <laughs> what? So it should be a million and seven. <laughs> Uh, well, that's UK inflation, I suppose. I don't know what. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So then we got like yeah, twenty minutes of Anthem chat. Yeah, we got twenty minutes, kind of a fan. Yeah. So they did have a gameplay sort of um, thing, you know, sort of a trailer. Well, what they had I mean, it was, was like it was... a trailer, twenty minutes of talking, and then a demo that was so ridiculously cut up that you could barely tell what was going on most of the time anyway. Well, you see, I didn't I didn't necessarily mind the cuts because it was clearly like, well, we need to save some time here. There's probably some travel going on. They and... don't need the same time. Yeah. <laughs> this whole conference has been a big waste of time up to this point. True. That you're, I mean, you're right. In this particular context, <laughs> the cuts were not needed. You could have just shown the entire stretch and not had the chat, and I think I would have been happier. Yeah. Um, I mean, Anthem looks fine. Yeah. I mean, I kind of dig its style. I kind of dig its... Um, 
think it's kind of interesting that just in general that like Destiny promised a lot, right? And it was from Bungie mm. or whatever. And it's like, we're finally going to do the first person MMO, like combine the wild popularity of like a Halo or Call of Duty with something like a World of Warcraft. How can you fail if you do it right? Right. But it never quite yeah. worked out that well, at least not for the first one. Destiny 2 still isn't like fully setting the world on fire because. If anything, it's setting it less. Like, people, Maybe. People don't care anymore. Don't like, or it no. feels like it's not as big a deal now. Even if it's a better game, by all accounts, it's not as big a deal. And yet, people are like EA or whatever, and others, I think, still think, hmm, that could still, you know, there's You're definitely a way to make that work. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe there is, well, I, I don't know. I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think anyone thinks the idea of making an MMO FPS is the bit that can work. They think that they can just make another Destiny, where it's like a small team Yeah, FPS. Maybe. Yeah, because they're not true MMOs, I guess, in this case. Like, no. You know, an, an Anthem is like, you basically get a squad together and hit the world, right, as a like, but why would you want to make another Destiny if Destiny isn't a success? That's the weird yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wouldn't say it's not oh, well, a it's still success, a success. Really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but not not on the level that EA would want. Like, I don't, think. Not, well, I don't know if you've ever been to a show. Yeah. and the size of the Destiny booth at EGX, for instance, is right. enormous. I mean, I think no, it was what? a success. It just didn't live up to the hype of the Halo thing at the, right, right at the beginning, where everyone was like, "Oh, shit, yeah, it's yeah. the Halo people making an FPS game. It must be awesome." And yeah. obviously, it didn't succeed in that much. It's not. It's not Halo, but it's like, not like it's a non-successful game. No, no. Made a second one. I think it does make Activision mega bucks. You know, it's uh, like it's not okay. Fair enough then. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think it's big, even if critically, I don't think there's as much buzz around it now. But well, that, yeah, that's not so important, I, is it? But no, I think it, I think it does still. If it makes mega bucks, then it makes cash. sense that EA would yeah. want one of those. Yeah, um, <laughs> of course it does. Yeah, um, but but even even that aside, like I don't, I think. I think the the approach they're going on does make sense. Like, I think I like the idea of the whole world being instanced, like, fits with what they're going for in the storyline more than, like, even in Destiny's case, I think it perhaps would have fit what they were going for a little more to have, like, more instanced stuff there. I mean, they have a lot of instant stuff. Yeah. But, like, you wouldn't have, like, 50 billion players just casually running around the world. You're supposed to be the last Guardian. Well, they don't right? have 50 it's... billion players running around the world, do they? They have the occasional world event where it pulls in like twelve people. I thought like even if you were like just traversing the world like outside of a mission or anything like that, you'd still pull in quite a large quite a large number of players. About a large number. It's a relatively small number. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't don't really know in fairness. But I don't know. I like I like the idea of the travel, I like the world, I like the look, I like the sound. Um the interesting voiceover sort of caught my attention because I for a brief moment I thought it was gamer chat, but it's not. They just Picked an interesting sort of. Well, they just picked a regular person. Yeah, like talks a lot like Jarvis from Iron Man, I guess, and like, which makes sense given that you know they're going for a bit of an Iron Man thing with the suits, I right? Um, it's... I mean, a couple of people I saw did kind of mistake that for the for that being Anthem's version of the Ghost, but it's not. It's right. just a person it somewhere is, it's, on a radio. Yeah, it's, it's a dude in the <laughs> in the town. Yeah, and um, being your support. And and who was the lady that was talking? That wasn't really made clear either. I assume another person. Well, they, town, uh, before but, yeah. in the talking part, they did briefly mention that these three characters. You see one of them, the tattooed dude. Mm. There's the guy on the radio and the woman. 
they, that, oh, yeah. they did mention all three of those names. It's just like they didn't explain that you know, in any other way. It's just like, oh, they're just these three guys who you're traveling with, I guess. Was Tattoo Dude the guy? I thought, oh, yeah. That I kind of, he looked Mexican. Yeah. And I was kind of hoping it would be played by World's Happiest Mexican. <laughs> yes. But then he spoke and he was just like generic American voice. And it's like, oh, that really does avoid thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they, they talked a, brief, a bit about how the story would play out, right? And that the story doesn't play out in the world was the was what they were trying to get at, but that you, you come back to the city and that's where you get most of your narrative stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I, I guess that makes sense in the multiplayer context, right? They don't want to have too much interrupting players that might have already seen stuff and are in your crew. So the missions, I guess, play out mostly seamlessly. And then when you get home, drama happens. Don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe that makes sense. Maybe that works. Yeah, um, it still doesn't really solve the, the like the problem of how the missions. I mean, presumably the open world is still even separate from the mission areas. I would guess because if you had a team of like four people who had got the different points in the story and then came together into one group, mm. you couldn't have anything be different in the world. No, you. I think they'd all have to have agreed we're doing this mission. Yeah. Like someone would have to have lived. It must be a party leader thing, right? Yeah. Where someone's presumably. like, we're doing this, and it triggers the events needed to. So even if even if the world can theoretically change, it will change to be the world of one of the players. Yeah. Presumably. I mean, in some respects, it does feel like, oh, that's fine. I'll just play this solo. But they're pushing that co-op aspect so heavily. Well, I mean, I don't know about the same as any of those kind of games yeah it's like it's theoretically possible to do solo but surely you have some friends <laughs> surely at least one mm. i don't know i remain somewhat positive on it yeah but i will say like the 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 one thing that i have a real problem with are those giant effing yellow numbers that popped up when you shot things because they were big yeah and right where you where you were shooting like and didn't move out of the way particularly quickly, so it's just like I'm having this big moment. I'm causing a nice situation. Combo everywhere. Like oh no 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 no, ruined it. You need to see the numbers. Just, just make them that big. Yeah, or stylize them so they get out of the way faster. Or yeah, I'd... even then I might like to just turn off the numbers and have some sort of damage sound or like. like mm. Kind of forgot what guildals look like. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I don't. I, MMOs just do that. I don't. Yeah, that's an MMO but, thing. And Destiny does it as well. But Destiny numbers like ping out. Right? I think like they don't hang about. They just sort of like they like when they're gone. Um, Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Giant. I just remember a massive yellow six hundred, and it's like. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Minor, minor bugbear, I suppose, in the, what what does look like could be a pretty awesome game. Um, and a release date! I gave it a date! Kind of. February 22nd in 2019. Oh, soon. Ish. You know, like nine months away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so other than Battlefield and FIFA... Uh, and the Shadow Drop of... Well, not Shadow Drop of Unravel 2... Everything out next year. Sport, well, sports games will all be out. Sports games are all out, but anything else, you're waiting until next year. Yeah, yeah. At least. Yeah. Well, yeah. In they, some cases. They did say the Jedi game was supposedly next year. 
supposedly. Wouldn't bet on it, though. Well, given that we haven't seen it, yeah, seems unlikely. Or, given that EA or it'll be like to, December. Given that EA like to show stuff super early, like yeah. far earlier than they need to. But Respawn tend to do games with slightly less content, <laughs> let's say. <laughs> well, yeah, you could say that. Maybe they could do it a bit quicker. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be like, like as in... Because Respawn only really have a heritage for first-person games. That's true. Like not but, just I mean, out, not Titanfall and the Call of Duties that came before it. It's like that's all they've done. I mean, there's always room for a team to do something else for sure. But I mean, you can just quite easily just imagine the Titanfall movement that ports into a Jedi. It's basically the same well, thing. If they go third person, rapid like zoom jumping, except without a grapple, you're just using the force. Yeah, and, <laughs> and maybe make it. You know, I, it's got to be a third-person game, right? Yeah, like Jedi maybe Outcast Two or whatever. Yeah, or Jedi Knight Two, right? Yeah, Everyone has a lot of affection for the multiplayer of Jedi Knight 2 for some reason. Yeah. I I, I didn't touch that game for very long because I didn't really like it, even at the time. No. But, um, yeah. It is, I suppose it was like well, it was post-Quake, wasn't it? But pre-Quake 2, I guess, sort of in that. Or was it even? That might no, that would be the first actually. one, wouldn't it? Yeah. So maybe there was still room for it to be like not what we would call modern shooter esque, but oh, it's definitely not very modern. It. Yeah, yeah, it's quite unique with its lightsaber stuff and the different weird mm. stances and stuff. But of course, you move insanely fast, like Quake, so it's like really weird. Yeah. Alrighty, that was EA. That was the car crash of terrible. Hopefully, ruined everyone's E3 right from the beginning. Ugh. Made everyone nicely pissed off to go into the next set. Of the yeah, that did not raise my hype. <laughs> it was just like. I'm well, just so. I mean, I know I shouldn't expect better from EA. It's more like don't, don't care, don't care, don't care. Anthem looks yeah. quite good, or okay. Yeah, I just, I just want them to be better. It's not like EA haven't made some good stuff in the past. Except they keep ruining all their franchises. Yeah, one EA is just garbage. It was a bad show as well. It's just like, like at least make it interesting for us to watch. Ah, right. Let's go on to a damn fine show. The Microsoft show. Yeah, there were some points where it was a bit weird, like this first thing immediately. I mean, it's always <laughs> a little bit weird, um, but Microsoft. Like, I think, as far as press conferences go, and what people want to see, they nail this format. It's yeah. about as good as it can get. Um. I don't. I don't remember seeing anyone do it better, other than maybe some of the Ninty directs have been pretty great, you know, in the past. But for I mean, a the show, crazy though, ones are when they launch a console, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty good as as a like a mid. I mean, yeah. So they 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 you know they 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 know what they have to do is the interesting thing with Microsoft. It always they always seem quite self aware. So you know, Phil Spencer comes up on stage and he's like, "Yeah, guys, we got games." They always, everyone always says that, and sometimes it turns out like this, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like, so like I, I guess last year they had to talk about Xbox One X, so yeah. it's like they they were doing that more than, but like it feels like, and you know, to the point where they had to list like, hey, we're showing fifty games, they and, which, and, and like fifteen just, of these are exclusive. They, I know, but they, they always list the numbers right at the start. Well, I don't think they explicitly normally say how many exclusives they've got. I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, all right, fine. That, 
I, Maybe I because they had to. That, that was why last year it was a I big mean, thing where they listened, where they were saying how many excuses they had because it's like Jesus Christ, they actually have some now. Well, this yeah, and I think this year they even they really did need to say that to yes. be like like yeah. But by the way, guys, we've still got exclusives. Don't forget that. <laughs> we forget that. So let's launch with a couple of them. Um, cut to lots of. I think it started with the words like engine demo or something appeared on screen very briefly. And, engine uh, demonstration. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then and then we see lots of nature footage and it's like, okay, what's going on here? Why are we seeing why are we seeing rhinos? Why are we seeing nice forests? Not rhinos. Rhinos with two <laughs> horns. Not yeah. bears. And yeah, but not quite very close, but not quite. Um What's with the, this, these military fools and this circle imagery placed about the... Oh, it's got to be Halo. It's got to be Halo. Oh, I'm going to hide. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this music. Oh, the music is swelling. Oh, this is this is real great. It's the music stolen from the Halo 3 E3 trailer. <laughs> yep, yep. That, that, not that, those lovely stings. Uh, oh, but it's not Halo 6. No. And, and it's not no. Halo anything. It's just like, ah, we're done. <laughs> and then they just leave. And then they, yeah, then they really don't talk about it. Like, <laughs> they don't talk about it ever again. No. Halo, Halo <laughs> is it Infinity or Infinite? Infinite. In- Infinite, I think. Yeah. Uh, get hype. Yeah, I mean, Maybe I'm, get I mean hype. I'm hype, but then they could just about- be another Halo Wars for all we know from that trailer. No. Come on. No, it's it's not, but it could be no. a not like Halo as Halo game. It could be a completely weird spin-off. It could be Halo Jurassic Park for all we know. I thought this was... Uh, yeah, you're right, and, and that they didn't say it was specifically... Yeah, they didn't say. Well, like, I just think put this it's down in my head is like this is the this is Halo Six. They've just not called it Halo Six. But well, the trouble with that no. theory is that well, a it's on a Halo, which is slightly weird, I guess. And b they show Master Chief presumably or another Spartan two putting a chip in his helmet, yeah. and that just that's not go that doesn't make sense from where Halo Six is now. So the, the one AIs and all that bullshit. The one thing Phil did say immediately afterwards was, "This is the next adventure for Master Chief." And it's like, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, you haven't finished the last one. No. What? What is this? What? What's going in his head? Has he got a new AI friend? Because people yeah. didn't like, like the last one. <laughs> has Has Halsey just made a new Cortana? Because she could, I guess. Um, and I, I, you know, I wouldn't have known anyway, and I probably didn't look at it hard enough. But like, what version of the, the armor is that? Is it the, the most up to date version, or is it? Uh, no, actually, it looks like LA three armor, to be honest. Yeah, so people have looked at it, and then like, supposedly it's actually like like new, and that it's there are there are subtle differences here and there that people seem to think, oh, maybe this is a new Mark armor. Um, well, but, yeah, but differences doesn't necessarily mean upgraded. It could mean it's an older one. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> what, like, oh, prior to Mark IV or whatever, like a Mark III kit or something. Yeah, because or... that would make more sense than with the AI chips being back and everything. It's like, this could be some kind of weird prequel or something, or a you side know story. I'd be, I'd be on board with it being a prequel. That would be interesting. But, but then where Halo, would it that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Where does the Halo because, come in? Because Reach was fairly early on, supposedly, in the story. Although, why would Master Chief be asleep? Master Chief must have done some fighting, right, prior to Reach. Yeah. But no one knew right. what a Halo was until they walked no. into one, right? In the no. first game. So, yeah, 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 you're right. And why does this Halo have wildlife on it? And there's nowhere in the story for it, for Master Chief to have gone and done something else. There's, well, no, there's no break in Halo. Well, I guess, because you get, like, dates and times on those games. Well, actually, that's, that's not strictly true. There might be a gap between one and two. Because two starts with you celebrating, right? 
but it's well, like, two, you, but it might yeah, not have been there very long. I guess, but, but like, it might have just been like Johnson kind of finally got back somehow. Yeah, they do kind of infer that it can't have been that long because Johnson turns up and he's like, "How do you get back?" Oh, you know, I'm badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just did it somehow, but I can't <laughs> take it that long. Otherwise, he would in much worse shape than that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what happens between two and three? No, two and you're three, there's the, no gap. You're, yeah. you're just in the no shit. Gap, finish yeah. the fight, so there's no gap there. Um, three to four, maybe? Yeah, but that's when you're maybe, floating but... in space, right? Yeah, that's, that's oh, the yeah. deep sleep section. Yeah, deep sleep, and you get woken up. Yeah, of course. So there's no real gap deep. for it, but I'm sure they'll think of something. But it, I think it... There, is, there is a gap at the end of four. There is so... a gap at the end of four. So I'm wondering if this is... Because it looked, especially from that tracking shot of the Warthog and the end... And mm. like the size of some of the stuff, it looked a bit open worldy, not fully, yeah. but and so I think this is their destiny, right? Because uh, that makes sense. Everyone wants. But then to why lean that. on the Master Chief angle? Like just... because people remember Master Chief, <laughs> yeah. and because like uh, it, and it's very reminiscent of the first Halo. In fact, with the wildlife and the open world, it looks like the 2000 demo of Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Which is makes me super hype because I always wanted to play that game and it yeah. never it never materialized. I know what you mean. I, it, yeah. And either way, this is fascinating, and I'm and I'm like, yeah, boy, tell us more. Nope, <laughs> not happening. And also, you know, tell us more about Halo Six. If this isn't if this isn't Halo Six, well, yeah, I, ha- I have seen speculation yeah. from like Digital Foundry that like this might be like a cross-gen game, as in this will launch on this gen and the next gen. It's that far away. It'd be like Destiny again. Well, <laughs> this is spoiler jumping ahead a little bit, given that Microsoft did say they are already deep in R&D on whatever the next console is, whether that's yep. like an X2 or whether a, a literal like new platform. Uh, who knows? Yeah, but They're basically saying that like, that what's shown in that game engine demonstration is going to really struggle on the base Xbox One. Like, right. probably not really run very well at all. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I, d- I don't know. There's plenty of settings they could tone back. Sure. Yeah, probably. That all, that that, that demo will have been running on an X, I would have thought, or like. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think most stuff, first party stuff, at least that Microsoft is going to be showing, they're going to be showing X. Yeah. Stuff now. But yeah, and of course it will run on PC, right? Well, that's the beauty, beautiful part of this. Yeah, I think they even said, from our yes, perspective, who cares what Xbox it runs on? It's a first, yeah. part, it's a first party title. Yeah, so it has to run on PC by their new mandate. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. To be honest, I w- I wouldn't have cared if they'd shown Halo Six and it was like, you well, know, what if it does end up being co-op and stuff and like uh, like. I think it will. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine us forming a Halo Fire team. Yeah, killer. Across so that. How are they going to fit that in with the story? Because <laughs> you know, it's not the story. They had fucking <laughs> Arbiter suddenly turn up. That was how they managed that. What, what, what? Maybe it's like an alternate universe Halo One. I don't know. That would make sense. I mean, yeah, that I'd, I'd be okay. Seems with that. to be yeah. like the only way this is going to work at this point. Yeah. This is like a big training program. All that. It's not so the like first it's time. actually on the Infinity, that's why it's called Infinity. Yeah. Because it's just a hologram. So <laughs> this is why I made that, I asked the question, is it infinite or is it Infinity? Because it's just right. like, they've used Infinity before. Yeah, they have, yeah. Um, when they, when because Bungie made cool ship names like Pillar of Autumn and in Amberclad, and then oh, yeah, 343 yeah. made shit ones. <laughs> infinity, yeah. I can't remember the other ships. There are a few, but they're all like one syllable or one word names. It's just 
That was a bit dull. <laughs> no, make them cool like the old ones. Yeah. What the hell does Pillow of Autumn mean? I think there might have been a couple of. It's awesome. Yeah, I think there might have been a couple of like simple ones, like that Bungie had defined in their law, or the books had defined in the law, like pre, three four three. What are the cool ones? Pillar of Autumn in Amber Clad. In Amber Clad, what's the other one? I care about? Um, There's another uh, frigate, isn't there? In Halo Two. Yeah, there is another one. I can't can't remember. remember. Isn't oh, isn't in Amber Clad in the in two and it's like Pillar of Autumn throughout one and then yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, I'm trying to remember. No. Forward oh, Unto the, Dawn, the, that's it. Oh, yeah, because the spin-off series, that was what I was trying to think of, because the spin-off series was the name of the ship, a ship, and yeah. that was called Forward Unto Dawn. That's a good name as well. Three good names. And then, of yeah. course, the Covenant ships had good names. What was it uh, in the first game? Truth and Reconciliation. Really was that actually a ship? Or could, yeah. Or was that referring to the... That was the ship, the Prophets. cruiser. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, the Covenant cruiser that was, like, hovering above the halo. Oh yes, the one you bored. Yeah, yeah. High charity, only ever think yeah. of. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Halo is a cool universe. I want to know what the. I want to know what this is. Uh, moving on. Uh, so hyped for Ori right now. This oh is yes, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. This game looks amazing. And apparently it's all like done in 4K now. Like so all the art assets are even better than they were before. And it's oh man. And then they showed off all the new abilities, like proper fighting, <laughs> fights with a bow staff, like electric sort of bow staff thing. So it looks cool. There's there's a drill power up, there's drill. Bow, 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 drill. Um some sort of lightning stomp. Uh he seems to have lost his sparky buddy, so maybe he doesn't attack that way anymore. Um, oh, it just looks so nice. I love that music and the got that weird bug, or well, the owl, the, the weird, the weird owl to look after, or well, the mini, mini evil bird. And uh, but what was that thing at the end? That's what everyone. I, I, I've seen some confusion about what the thing at the end of the trailer was. Like, is that something in a mech suit? <laughs> was what some people said. And I'm like, no, it's probably just a large, ugly bird thing again. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about theoretical ecological stories it could well be some kind of robot because that's the natural enemy of nature i guess yeah. standard procedure of that kind of story yeah the humans have turned up or something um yeah super hype obviously we'll get a pc version which is great sad news is not this year no. I, th- I really thought it was going to be a 2018 release but no they just <laughs> slapped a 2019 on it uh so yeah moving on uh, people from software fans lost their minds because it's like, hey, there's a new, a brand new IP coming from From, and it Say explains that, and explains that teaser we saw at PSX or something last year, or whenever that was. Anyway, uh, Sekiro shadows die twice. They died twice. Yeah, apparently. So there's, a, there's all kinds no, of died not, at we, all. Don't, we don't really know a great deal about what that means, or but there's a lot of theories going around that it's like okay, imagine if they took Bloodborne, took a uh, made it a bit more swordy and samurai e like, and made it so perhaps there's a second death mechanic that means you could confuse enemies by dying. 
like so you die and then I mean, because you resurrect and the other things don't think you're alive you can then surprise them always and like, had that in dark souls already pretty much yeah Bez on the spot for you or well, no but you had two different versions of death <laughs> so, I suppose, yeah. I mean, they've already kind of used that idea mm. sort of but not in, not in exactly the same way so the immediate comparison is obviously neo from team ninja sort of did this look and feel and combat style before last year um and this is a, a you know a lot of that um but i have to say that com- combat looked cool like just there seemed to be like a flexibility to it a certain uh i don't know that like the, I, I don't I haven't really like liked the look of like any of from software games oh. up to this point like like it, bloodborne might have been the one that got closest to me and it's like well i thought oh i might actually play that um i wouldn't bet on it but, being that much better though, than bloodborne in terms of the style of game it is no probably not it's probably incredibly similar but people but really like the way have... those dark souls games look and i don't really get like it looks so grimy like i i get that the architecture and stuff after a while you start thinking you start well, getting more into sense it. in dark souls i think because it was like it was a medieval yeah, yeah. grimy grimy ass world yeah uh, it, it uh, does I guess work I'm with the atmosphere to... but it doesn't look attractive i wouldn't say no I guess I'm talking more about you know the look of how the movement and stuff all functions in those games is all very similar as well. There's a certain there's a certain way things move in from software games. Like yeah. even in even in Bloodborne, that's a lot faster. There's a certain familiarity to it that's, yeah. that's that's very much their signature. And this did feel like it was perhaps breaking away from that a bit more. It's a, like Bloodborne was faster. This looks a lot faster. And like like does that mean like significant differences in how it controls or any of that stuff. It's like this might be the most interested I've been in a From Software game. <laughs> like just, and and it's sort of a little bit interesting that it's at Microsoft after you know they got the the Bloodborne shun, thanks to Sony. Um, uh, it, I don't I don't think it came out and explicitly said it's a console exclusive, but you maybe, know maybe they realise that people play it on PC. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, then we had um, the Game Pass update, which I was perhaps going in, hoping for a lot more than what they said here, because it's like, hey, Game Pass has been successful. I said that. Um, uh, and, and what I was gunning for is like, okay, now we're working better. With, we're going to work with some more third parties and bring more stuff to the service quicker, and we're going to just expand the number of games that are on here, yada, yada, yada. Didn't really go that far. They just sort of said, hey, we're adding some old games to the service which is what they've been doing anyway. Like, so you want to play some Fallout 4? It's now on Game Pass. Do you want to play some Division 1? You're in luck. I, I, there was, I guess, the sort of slightly interesting thing is, is like, hey, do you want to play some Elder Scrolls Online? We've put that on the service as well, but not the expansion, just the base version. Mm. Um, and it's interesting to me because maybe I don't know how Elder Scrolls work. Is it a subscription-based game? Or is it a... I don't think so, oh, in which case that's not that interesting. Like Guild Wars, right? If, was, if that was a, if it was a subscription based game and they put a subscription based game on Game Pass, it's like that's kind of fascinating. <laughs> um, but okay, if it's not that, then don't care. It's not all that interesting. It's yeah. just like not entirely certain. Although I, the only thing I know is that you you do have to buy into Elder Scrolls. Mm. There is like a box or whatever you, right. have, you have to pay at the start right but i don't know you're 100 for sure that it's not a subscription right so, so it is more like the guild wars model yes that's yeah. why i'm assuming right all right um 
Yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd just do more with it and like with Game Pass and be all like, hey, like here's here's what's coming to Game Pass coming out. Like, <laughs> well, they did that. <laughs> those three things. Yeah, but like <laughs> like do it with some new games. It's like I don't know. The only one I can think of in recent memory was other than their own stuff was Laser League, right? They they brought Laser League to Game Pass day one. Hmm. Um, and I thought that's that's a really smart move. Bring more games like that, maybe slightly smaller titles that you know aren't AAA and aren't going to agree to this. If you can bring some other sort of like mid-tier heavy hitters or mid-tier interesting games, then this makes this service even more compelling than it has been at the moment. And it's well, but they they just they're not quite there yet. Not yes, quite. They're still really just in the ramp up phase of game pass. Yeah, hasn't been sufficiently proven. To all the other companies, yeah, I guess. No, no, I think people are still. I think the bigger publishers are still a little bit like, "What do we get out of this? Do we actually gain from this, or do we lose from this?" And I think that is a big question mark. I think even for Microsoft, that's a big question mark. Um, because they probably lost money from me, but then I probably wouldn't have played the games I've played if I didn't have Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Like, so does that make it a net positive? <laughs> it's like uh, weird questions like that always go with these things. Um. So let's get Todd Howard out for an early look at Fallout 76 before Bethesda did their thing. Yeah, kind of unnecessary. but Yeah, a little unnecessary. They just wanted to show a longer trailer and have Todd come out. So he dropped a couple of details so they here. They showed the same trailer again at Bethesda, which was annoying. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it might have been a slightly longer version at Bethesda. or But yeah, but, but they showed more of after the trailer at Bethesda yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, it just coming out. So it is a long trailer. Uh, the one bit of info he did really he, he he dropped early was that it's going to be four times larger than Fallout Four, whatever that means at this point. I don't think that. I'm starting to feel like that kind of information doesn't even count as information any longer because like all the open world games are like it's even bigger. It's just it's forty kilometers. You know, whatever numbers. Yeah, <laughs> we added more space to our space. Yes, that's like, really mean anything. Is it, and is that stuff really all that important? You just you, like I'd much rather have more stuff in the space, I suppose, and make have, well, make the make the stuff more interesting than just have more stuff in space. It does depend. Space stuff. I mean, it'd be mostly mountains stuff. if it's that landscape, right? Yeah, Virginia. Where's Virginia? I just thought. I mean, we probably talk about it more in the Bethesda thing, but my main thought about it was like. Why does everything not look bombed? <laughs> I mean, it's nice for it not to all be completely brown. It, but it, how long like, those been... nukes didn't go off that far away from that dude who was standing on that hill, and yet all these plants totally survived. I mean, how long is it after the bombs that the vault opens? Yeah, because especially because this is one of the early ones, yeah. basically. I mean, in Fallout, are plants not around? Because in, you know, in Chernobyl, it's totally fine. I mean, it in fact, depends. there's loads of plants everywhere. Like, there because... are places in Fallout 4 which are... Relatively plant. I mean, don't you, don't you start in a nicer area? Ish, yes, yeah. slightly less. I mean, because in, in the Fallout Four map, there was really only like two bombs, I guess, within the confines of the map. There was the one that hit the city, and then there's the radiation sea off on the side of the map, where it's much more radi- irradiated. Mm. So technically, there was only really like two bombs inside the confines of that map. So that's wasn't, like, yeah, because isn't the main city built in one of the craters? No, that's your figure of Megaton in Fallout 3. Ah, right. And that was that bomb didn't even go off. <laughs> ah, right. But yeah, in Fallout 4, and also I think in the story of Fallout 4, like because it's the uh, the fake MIT or whatever that's in Fallout 4, they yeah. supposedly had some amount of shielding technology around that area that like slightly reduced the amount of damage that that, that whole region took in general during the war. Okay. <laughs> Supposedly. All right, law. Yeah. 
And I can imagine that uh, like a mountainous area in West Virginia, maybe that's not so much of a target for all the nukes during the battle. I guess. Maybe yeah, they yeah. just Probably got less not. damage in general. Yeah. I mean, it does look nice. Like, it seems like... It does look kind of exactly like how the Fallout 4 engine would look if you put slightly more plants in it. <laughs> right, okay. Um, that's also the other thing that I was slightly worried about. Like, yeah, that still looks like that's probably that same engine. Mm, okay. Still if they launch Elder Scrolls 6 with that engine, everyone's going to flip. Spoiler alert. Elder Scrolls 6. Yes, we'll talk about this again. Well, there's nothing to oh, talk about there. Spoiler. <laughs> what a surprise. They'll make it yeah. another one. Uh, awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. All right, that's a big silence. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a, uh, yeah. No, no, was what was sat there next to me while we were watching this part of the show, and she, she basically didn't like. Oh, this doesn't look all that good. Well, it looks like, exactly like the game. It looks like this. a, do- yeah, it looks like a don't nod game, right? It looks and like, like, sure enough, it's in the Life of Strange universe somehow. It's a prequel to the next bit. Yeah, like it leads into Life of Strange Two is the idea somehow again, uh, but. At the very least, it's a hundred percent free, which like is like okay, how big is this thing? Well, it's not gonna be big. No, it's not gonna be big. It's, it's gonna like be one episode of a Telltale game. <laughs> I mean, I might play it just because. <laughs> oh sure. Yeah, but it's uh, uh, I've seen more people latch onto the sort of like the the kidliness of it than uh, than than perhaps Gnome did. Um, <laughs> but uh, it doesn't look bad, you know, classically. Like like Life is Strange and the whatever that prequel one was called, um, Before the Storm doesn't look badly made. It's just it, but it doesn't show us like what the actual game is. It's quite similar, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, but whether, the question will be whether it will have any specific mechanic like the time reversal thing. Yeah, in the first one. I think it might finish on something supernatural. Like it won't be until the very end, and something odd will happen. Hmm. Which is a bit how like the first episode of the first Life well, is Strange yes. went. Kind of. um, and obviously, before the storm didn't have any of that. No, um, that was just more like an adventure game, I guess. Yeah. Kind of. All right. How much Terry Crews do you like in your life? <laughs> about that much. I like quite a lot of Terry like, Crews. Probably about sufficient Terry Crews in this yeah. one instance. Crackdown three. It's still not coming out. This still year. not coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is again another one of those think those bullet points that makes Game Pass look slightly less good this year, because <laughs> it's like, hey, Crackdown three was supposed to be coming out. You're not getting that anymore. Mm. Um, not until February, at least February 2019. Um, how do we feel about Crackdown Three now? Like after they've actually made it look like Crackdown One, just with perhaps some new vehicle stuff. I, I, I don't think it ever didn't look like a Crackdown game because <laughs> I didn't play any of the Crackdown games. So I was just like, yeah, that still looks pretty much like how I imagine a Crackdown game looked, only modern. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it, it looks almost. I mean, to me, it just looks like Crackdown. What Crackdown One was now, like they've they they're leaning into that, which might be what people want because apparently Crackdown Two wasn't all that good. Right. I don't really know what they changed. Um, they reused the same map, right? Yeah, something like that, and took some stuff away and changed how things work, and in a way that was less fun. I think was that what its primary problems were. And but you know the whole. It looked like that you have car air control now, so you could like Rocket League, so you could flip your car onto the side of a building and then drive it up the building, and it's like, okay, that's cool. Um, and like you could just transform as you're driving around, which is kind of neat. Like, so it solves the old problem of like, do I really want to call in a tank right now and wait for it and then have it drop in the battlefield and say, which admittedly we're quite short thanks to Sanctuary Three, those sorts of actions. 
But still, it's like you don't have to worry about having multiple vehicles because you've got them all at once. Or at least two. Yeah, or at least two. Yeah. It looks like Crackdown. I don't really know what more to say. Some people like sort of stepped in and said, uh, uh, "Where's so? Where's all the mass destruction stuff that you know you showed originally? Where's the, the city, city falling apart?" Yeah. So, and uh, like some of the, the 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 theories are, it's like that that stuff is still in multiplayer, or potentially that that stuff just didn't work, which is why the game is like so far behind schedule that they've had to pull it out. Yeah. And why we're not seeing it now. So there, crackdown. Moving on. Uh, <clears throat> unless you had something there. Terry Crews. Like That's the, the main thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, Terry Crews. That's the big takeaway. It might as long as you can play as Terry Crews, everything's fine. Yeah. Maybe for slightly less of the boom boom shakalaka. <laughs> but, you know. it, just, it just needs to be like Saint Saint Throne and have him as one of the voice ops. To make that, to <laughs> yeah. Choose whether to have Cotton Tokens or not. Why would you not have Terry Crews? I suppose it depends what the other voices are. Yeah, if they're exactly. also equally cool, if you can be a zombie for no apparent reason. <laughs> well, that was so funny. Uh, Near Automata is getting an Xbox release, like the uh, the awesomely named Becomer's Gods Edition, uh, with all the DLC thrown in. Which, admittedly, there was like one pack, I think. So, we'll not. All the DLC isn't really much of a claim, but uh, cool that that's that's coming. Good, good, good for them for allowing Microsoft to have it. Uh, then we got what I thought was quite a well done trailer for Metro Exodus. Oh, I don't necessarily care for that universe, like the the, the two previous Metro games. I, I don't, something about them just doesn't really appeal to me. It's like like in on, in on paper they should, like you know. The post-apocalyptic Russians, <laughs> like we're in radiation zones, but a, but a well-crafted shooter. Why is that something you like? You haven't played Fallout. I haven't played Fallout, but like, because it's a shooter, and it's like I guess because it's like got that that, that Eastern European edge. It's like maybe that's a, a bit more <laughs> alien to me, I suppose, and perhaps would be a bit more interesting to play. But then there's that that, that sort of bullets are currency mechanic that's always sounded kind of interesting. Um. That I don't even know if they kept the like the last couple of games. I don't, I don't think they did. Uh, I mean, it looks real nice. It's definitely a looker, and you know, I probably won't have that massive attack song in the actual game, which is a shame because it worked really well in the trailer. Mm. Um, but maybe the fact that I'm having to pause now is the problem. But it's like. Is there really that much to say? Like, no, I don't think there is. It looked pretty I mean, it was... cool. It looked a bit stalkery, but I guess it is. Yeah. it is a bit. Okay. I guess that universe has some stuff in common. Russia, <laughs> post-apocalypse, yeah. big monsters. Yeah, mutant things being lifted into mutant the sky. Things. Yeah, it's probably just a sequence, and that's probably just not how most things fight you. Um, uh, all right, let's move on. Microsoft are proud to have some sort of announcement regarding Kingdom Hearts 3, which oh. I might just straight up say now, for the most screen time award probably has to go to... Oh my god, how many Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers yeah. do we get? Every conference. This and Sony and Square. And Square, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of Kingdom Hearts going on. Um, and it was virtually the, the same time... every time, except slightly different trailers. Yeah. But it was like, oh, Frozen is in it every time. <laughs> every oh, time. no. 
And in fairness, I thought the fro- what they showed of the Frozen section actually seemed like the weakest part. Like, like, uh, like Olaf. I think I like, hate hey, Olaf. He's like, <laughs> like, he's just like, and like that bit of voice acting from Olaf sounded bad. In fact, most of the voice acting sounded kind of bad. The Johnny Depp one was like hilariously quite good. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp was okay. Oh yeah. yeah, no, that bit was which we only got to got to see at the very end yeah. of the Sony, yeah. which is like, um, yeah, his. I actually bought the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Actually, looked genuinely pretty great, like more so probably than the rest of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing's dumb. So the whole thing's mental. Um, and to see this trailer like three separate times, you have to say, why did they cut it so that it has no sound effects? Oh, and it's so the strange. It's like what? What? what we, like, is this a callback to that movie that whatever the Tom Cruise movie where they fucked up the trailer and it didn't have anything apart? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. The mummy um, thing, yeah, yeah. The no, it's, it's intent. They're intentionally trying to make a big deal of that theme tune because apparently they've done this before. Sure, um, yes. but. It it does make a weird trailer. I don't like it. Give me give me more audio than just Hercules going Ugh! at one point, like drama happening, and you got this terrible music and Ugh! yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I know nothing about that game other than it looks insane. Um, but I, I don't know. It's if a I massive like deal it. in Japan for some reason. Yeah, or oh, it's quite a big deal over here as well. But like, I would, I don't know. If, I don't know if I would like it, is the thing, because like, the actual non-Disney stuff looks kind of awful. Right? Like, I can buy into the Disney stuff. I can't really buy into the Square angle. It just seems like bad Square. <laughs> it just seems like... Is this even a JRPG anymore? Or some kind of like yeah. weird action game? Don't really well, understand. That's the, well, that's also the direction Square. Well, Kingdom Hearts has always been more action-y than turn basedy, you know, mm. but now now it looks even more like Square's, you know, current direction. Like we don't want to do that anymore. Everything has to be action. Apart from Bravely Great. Default. And Octopath. Yeah. Um, and anything um what was it called? Is it just called Japanese RPG Factory or something? Something like that. They've got a team that does like I am Setsuna. And things like that that are intentionally making old school RPGs. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, their main games, like, yeah, none of that now. It's, I don't know, it's weird. I don't, at least the one good takeaway, I think, from Kingdom Hearts from the show is they are releasing like a combo pack that's going to have everything in it. Like, <laughs> so you can have all the extremely doubly named games uh-huh. that you want. Like 1.5, uh, like, what is it? it includes 1.5. 2.8. Remix 2.5 and 2.8, the weird <laughs> prologue to the to three, and all of them are collections in some form as well. Yeah. So it's yeah, what a mess, what a mess that series is. Um, do you want to talk about Sea of Thieves? What is their It's expansions, basically. Expansions, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they didn't specifically say whether it was like free or not, but I assume it's free. Yeah. Um, um, it also looks like the Forsaken Shores thing might be have a little bit more story content, maybe like actually play out a bit like a story. Mm. Um, they've also sort of hinted at, and I don't think they said this at the show, but like the, the, like the general idea seems to be like the bar you start in, or like the taverns in the world, will slowly like as they add expansions that's represented by people filling the bars. So eventually, that bar will be full of things. 
mm. like is what they what is what their plan is for people to give you quests. Yeah. Um. So maybe like the, the trailer also hints at like okay maybe this is like the the some of the quality of the presentation is going to go up. Maybe we're going to get some proper voice acting. Maybe we're going to get some. I mean, the thought so. Or was it just the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, so the Forsaken Shores was going to uh, it's going to have a whole new area. There's going to be new new place to new places to explore. There's going to be uh, AI skeleton ships now to have combat against rather than just humans. Um, they're also adding some new stuff to the game. One of which is like a a long distance voice horn thing, so you can apparently shout at other crews in game over great over longer distances. If you see a boat on the horizon, you can shout at it, and apparently that will come over voice chat if you're using the game's voice system. Um, I hope it's like properly echoed and stuff. You know, be like, Hello! Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's good to see that they're adding stuff. There's a giant shark at some point, something like that. <laughs> like, I think that's already in. Okay, is that one of the patches that's already yeah. released? I mean, it's good to see they're adding to it, but like the 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 the, the phrase I keep hearing again and again and again is like, if I come back to this in 12 months time this might be an okay time <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then we get that Battlefield 5 trailer we talked about earlier, Nordly's not a story story Yep. Nordly um, right, then we get to the thing we probably need to talk about somewhat yeah the Microsoft Studio shopping spree uh, Wait, what? You totally skipped over the thing that you actually should have talked about. Or whatever skips. Forza Horizon 4. Yeah. I, know, I thought that came up. No, it did not. Okay, I've got the order wrong then. I thought I'd got the order somewhere wrong here. But, uh, <laughs> Forza Horizon 4, no surprises there. Like, like we, it's, a mean, it's no surprises it's a game, but I mean, the stuff that they're putting in that's slightly, slightly interesting. It does look mildly interesting. So the one thing that sort of hooked me immediately was like, Okay, the UK is a pretty cool, a cool vacation setting. choice. Very it cool. looks mostly like the UK. It'll be like a, a, a hyper. It'll be entertaining for us to look at it and be like, "How is this different from what they? How it actually is?" I mean, if like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, how like sometimes you get those games where it's just like you know you drive across the whole of America except it's like two miles apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like that's going to be what the UK is like. We'll be able yeah. to tell. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> we actually live here. Yeah, because the Australia thing was like that as well. It's yeah. like it's like, like hyper. Yeah, well, they're all like that. Yeah, and it's, it's also fine. but the the thing with this one is it looks like slightly. Well, it's clearly hyper beautified to be like the the rural side of UK oh, as well. Sure. They haven't really shown Mostly. any city stuff there. No, there it, was it, a it, shot. Everyone says that, but there was a shot of Edinburgh. What was clearly Edinburgh. Like oh, Princess okay. Street, like Central. So I was like, "Hang on a minute, are they going to do? Am I going to get like a little mini Project Gotham in there? Because that would be awesome." <laughs> that would be cool. Not like the Horizons haven't already had cities before. No, but they've always been. The cities actually have always been kind of naff in Horizon. Like, right, yes. like they've never actually been that interesting. Like Horizon Three, especially um, Surfers Paradise, is the, probably the worst place in the game to drive around. Um, so I don't know that like. Maybe Edinburgh is a good call if they use that because it's no, you know, not grid based. But nothing else in the game is like an actual place, really. So no. maybe not that we've seen anyway. And you know, lots of listed stone wall destruction. You say that actually, but the bit, the bit of with Princess Street, it actually is grid based. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, city, the, the like new that town, famous viaduct, right? 
yeah that's true yeah there's a lot of inspired by things there was some there was some uh accurate road signage Uh, (laughs) it's a nice looking the british style cars like um i don't know austin healy and uh jaguar e-type stuff like that Mm. good god is that a good looking game though it looks awesome Uh, i mean it's fair to say that about every forza game but there's this one in particular i don't know i don't know quite how to describe it but there's something about the fidelity just when they zoomed right up close to the cars there's something there's something extra this time around and maybe that's just like because they know they can work with the x a bit bit more Um, apparently the x is going to have a 60 frames 60 frames per second mode yeah which makes it but the way they said it's got a mode Makes me think it's like okay, is this a resolution versus performance thing, or is this like a detail versus probably a detail thing, thing or something? Yeah. yeah, it's a bit like the yeah. There's different uh, modes on PS4 Pro games as well. I mean, it was it was nice for them to say that, but it's like if you had the if you were playing it on PC, you had that anyway. Yeah, you got it's everything. Like, yeah, you know, Forza Horizon Three threw that in as well. Although it was a bit of a bitch was... to run, though, wasn't it? Unless you had your PC. Yeah, my well, PC runs it fine. I go up to 120 then. Yeah. <laughs> I go all the way and I can run it at 4k fairly decently because the game decides to occasionally do that itself it's like I don't, know, you don't, I don't, I don't want to run at 1080 I want to run at 4k it's like no come back <laughs> hold your horses there I haven't got a 4k screen um, I also have to tell it to do that you know. Um, but we haven't even touched on the new feature the seasonal stuff mm. and it's like I, I mean okay Questions immediately. Does that mean they're breaking away from their festival thing? Because it's like a year-long festival now. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, they showed the blimp with the advert on it, right? For the the... Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's more local events rather than just a big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind that. The whole festival thing kind of perhaps had run its course. Yeah. And didn't make a whole lot of sense anyway. <laughs> but like, um, well, it's because... in the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Because it was a whole idea. Was sort of based on a real thing, wasn't it? Or, um, mm. uh, but then I've heard things about you might be buying houses or something in this game as oh, well. No, like, really? Yeah, it's like oh, places maybe. to park your car. And I suppose that's that, the there work. is that gameplay where they showed of you driving out of a posh house, country house or whatever, and yeah. getting on the road. Do do the old garage thing, maybe like the old Gotham games used to, mm. um, or like Gotham Three did anyway. Um, I miss those games. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, 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 so I, I assume they're moving away. They did show an arm, but a wristband at one point, so maybe it's not completely gone. Mm. Um, but I, I, I bet me just hopes they drop the attitude start, you know, from it. Like I don't want, I don't want, I don't want those voiceovers. I don't want Kira to return. They can't live want, like now we're in British. Yeah, <laughs> just waiting for much worse voiceovers. Well, the voiceover was Irish in four. Sure, and the other guy was Australian, which, which obviously made sense. But yeah, the, the the main lady that's like set your your PA effectively was Irish. Um, uh, I don't know. I just want to drop that shtick. Like, just let me drive cars and do the things. You don't have yeah, to. That would be good. You don't have to. It's not as bad as the Codemasters. You can upload this to YouTube, but it's not far from it. You know, you don't. They don't have to do that. So um, please don't. And I'm sure everyone else in the entire world is going to have fun crashing constantly because they forget which side of the road to drive on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Australia drive on the left, so we've done that already. Do Australia drive on the left? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Because also there's not very many cars. 
<laughs> well, there are ones on Horizon, though. Well, I guess. Um, is that, that's the other thing, the whole, like, it's drawing play, real players in. Does that mean there's no driver tiles now, unless you're offline? Mm. Like, is everyone online? Like, is every every other car you see... Are you always racing online, is the other thing. Like, is it matchmaking every challenge you do? Mm which might break progression like or is there progression now is it or is it just go out and have fun in cars just do the thing it doesn't matter where you come which might actually be a good angle i might be okay with that just go and have fun in cars <laughs> well, the whole blimp thing did basically look like a world event right mm, <laughs> just yeah. like just here's a thing that pops up and then you should probably go and do it if you're anywhere nearby yeah mm, and the group does it as a group goal Basically, um, like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it looks cool. It is coming out this year. One of the so that will be on Game Pass. They specifically said that as well, just to just to make sure. Um, uh, October twenty second. So pretty soon. Sort of in the middle of the um, <coughs> the maelstrom of game season, but I guess yeah. that's when these things normally come out. Um, uh, I hope they fix the wheel support mm. because it's it, while well, it's been sort of okay, uh, it's not brilliant. Codemasters do a way better job with their wheel support, uh, so they really work quite a, a lot on that for yeah. Dirt Rally, didn't they? Yeah, so like, really after the that... game was out, basically, but yeah, well, not mm. out, but early access, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they specifically put the work in. Um, so I hope Playground do a bit more work on that and sort that out. Um, it's a pain to get working. Um, so now let's talk about the shopping spree. Yeah. Um, uh, this is this is more of Microsoft being that little bit self-aware, I suppose. And you know, Phil had basically said as much last year that they were going to do something like this. That they were talent hunting. Um, he didn't say it at the show. It sort of was said in interviews and stuff afterwards. It's like, hey, yeah, we need to do something about our uh, our first party problem that we've got at the moment. So this is them coming out and saying, yeah, we're doing something about it. Which is basically um, just buying everyone who's just recently released but, the game. <laughs> yeah, but it, which might not be the best idea. Like, the, the buying people that have recently made a game is the sort of perhaps worrying part because it's like, oh, we're not going to see anything from these studios for a while. Um, uh, the one that... The, the mystery one came first, I suppose, is like The Initiative, which is like a newly formed studio. Um... We don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're working on. Um, makes sense, I guess, if they're new. The initiative is a somewhat on-the-nose name, I suppose. Um, so there's that. Doubling down on the collective and all that. Like, um, the coalition. The coalition. Yeah. Uh, they've acquired playground games outright, which makes sense. Like you know, them doing nothing but making Forza for the last few years. It's like, so why not come under the um, why not come under under the their umbrella? Um, and they also sort of teased that what we I guess what we already knew that Playground are working on something else as well as Forza. Some are bringing their open world expertise was what he said to a new franchise. Um, this uh, for background. This is rumored to be Fable, but he said we'll talk about this later. What's the point of doing the Fable franchise anymore? Like, what's I know, in there just, that you just, want to build on? Like, screw it, just do your own thing. I mean, I guess Fable is always one of those things where it's like if, if they were, to, if someone was to actually attempt the Molly New Promises, 
there's probably some more they could do to it. I'd rather have but, another black and white, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But, or a dungeon keeper, or like fucking anything. But Fable uh, might be the other IP that Microsoft had that might benefit from open world expertise, I guess. I guess so. Unless they're working on Halo. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a no-brainer. Um, they've also bought Undead Labs, who just put out State of Decay 2. Again, yep, yeah, I get a, a no-brainer. I suppose they see the potential in that studio, is what everyone thinks. It's like if they've managed to pull this off with a small, t- relatively small team and a relatively small budget. I think, uh, I think Microsoft sees is like, okay, this team might actually have some, some promise for good things with a little bit of help. Uh, so now, <laughs> the contentious one, well, one of the contentious ones, I suppose. They've bought Ninja Theory. Mm. Now this is fascinating to me because Ninja Theory had just cut, just carved the path for being totally independent and being successful and being able to carry on doing what they do, um, and then out they come with like, no, no, we've been acquired by Microsoft. Like, so the the big question that immediately comes to mind with this is like, okay, why have they agreed to this other than chasing that money? It's. Uh, uh, and they themselves actually immediately came out and put a video uh, up saying, okay, we know we've been spinning the independent line for a while, and now it looks like we've sold out, but here's why we did it. Um, and the story goes that apparently Microsoft just approached them out of the blue and just been like, we like what you do. We want you to do more of it. Um, and Ninja Fury raised all their concerns to Microsoft immediately and go, didn't you see what we're trying to do here? We're trying to build this like new independence movement and things like that, and we don't want to be limited by, um, uh, you know, corporate decisions about how we do do our games and things like that. We want we want to have complete freedom. Um, and Microsoft just said, "Yeah, all right, just do it with our backing." So apparently, nothing changes at Ninja Fury other than they're not on the threat of closure. <laughs> yeah, fine. So, uh, I mean, whatever. And 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 yeah, there'll be exclusive games, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have to be now that they're first party. Yeah, um, that, that's it. But, but good on Ninja Theory. It's like, in, in a way, it's like, it, it, you know, I mean, good for them as a company. I want to see them succeed, and I want to see them do more. And now they have backing. I expect great things from them. Well, I always did expect great things from them. So I hope it doesn't change too much. But cool. At, at least now we know they're going to be putting stuff out in safety. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and, and the last one which I think is the weirdest of the bunch, uh, Compulsion Games, who are the team behind We Happy Few, which has had a very rocky early access experience. Uh, it, it effectively, like, despite its like super cool premise and stuff like that, the, 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 the early access stuff for We Happy, Happy Few has basically been a survival game. Well, that's why they showed it again right now, and we're like, yeah, it's better now. <laughs> we're, we're bringing story. Um, it's still bit that admittedly we happy few is still being published by gearbox so i guess like that's still part of the arrangement that you know gearbox still have their hands on this game at least um but gearbox totally bungled the early access thing and like raised the price without adding anything and um then had to take it off sale because of backlash no but they would normally do it like on release and be like no always <laughs> 
I don't know. It, it, whatever way you look at it, people haven't been happy with how that's been handled. Um, um, and so one assumes Microsoft are willing to say, hey, that was Gearbox's fault, not your fault at this point in time. They must have, They must be convinced that Gearbox bungled this and not Compulsion. Because otherwise, that's a weird pickup. There's no proof behind this that, that, that of, 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 of what they can do. Um, and what We Happy Few is even like, I assume Microsoft has seen We Happy Few in way more detail than we have, but do you know what I mean? It, like From the outside, it feels like a strange choice. But we shall see. They're just in a buy-in mood. Time to buy yeah. shit. They decided. I mean, they, have you heard the big, the big acquisition, <laughs> Rob? Not really a games thing, but... And um, what, Disney going after Main Fox? No, from Microsoft. Um, oh, from Microsoft. Uh, what did they buy? GitHub. They bought GitHub for yeah. God knows how many billions. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it was on the cards. They've been trying to put Git into Visual Studio team services for a while. So... Mm-hmm. Because they had that competitor years ago, Codeplex, and they were like, eventually, they're like, oh, sod it, no one uses this thing. <laughs> Just move yeah. everything to GitHub. And then they're like, yeah. oh, well, we better buy that. <laughs> yeah, why don't we have that as well? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it might be a pretty hands-off thing, but it sounds like they're going to be using the son of GitHub's technology in BSTS is, is, is what the immediate assumption is. That's probably good. GitHub is really awesome software. Pretty great. Yeah, yeah. pretty great. Um, and of uh, course, there's Atom and v- VS Code are basically the same thing now, and now they own both of them. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know what happened with that, but yeah, I think they've said they'll keep developing both for the time being. Weird, maybe some healthy internal competition or something. Yeah, completely. But now they'll own Electron, which is the platform that VS Code runs on. So mm. anyway, non-news, non-game news, but uh, but uh, good Microsoft buying stuff. <laughs> yeah, and there's probably quite a lot of open source gaming code on GitHub. I would have thought. Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I randomly saw, uh, I think someone who at least probably used to work for Microsoft might might not anymore. Um, tweet about someone basically managed to build Pong in Unity's properties editor. Oh God! So he extended the the properties editor so you could play a game of Pong inside it, like with bits of UI. <laughs> So there's like a checkbox bouncing around. <laughs> Just like Excel, yeah. really. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that's quite funny. Uh, we'll talk some PUBG. Not really. No. Not anything uh, to say about it. Not really. There's some, there's the same, I think this trailer basically had the same stuff they've already announced as coming to the PC <laughs> version, with the possible exception of that winter map. I don't think we knew that that was going to be a thing. No. But So a map is what we got out of PUBG. I assume it's done well for Microsoft. So, you know, keep pushing it. Do what you gotta do. Uh Tales of Vesperia was an interesting turn up. Like old game we're talking here. Getting an HD remake. Um sort of hearts and minds plays, apparently, because there's some content in that game and some add-ons to that game that never ever got a European and US release. So uh, good to have it across, I suppose, with all the content intact. Um Maybe this wasn't the show for I don't know. Is it, is it, uh, I don't know. The Tales game struck me as like they have a niche fan base, but they have a fan base. So, well, well you know, Microsoft showed that fucking whatever that card game that didn't actually come out was at their E3. Oh boy, yeah, what was that? 
No, but they did re-release the original, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, the game that they really didn't come out. Phantom Dust? Sounds about right. Is that it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, talk about niche. Yeah. Uh, okay, they then had an idea Xbox montage that, to be honest with you, I haven't followed. You missed got all the ones. Oh, no, so yeah, you're right. I have, I have got that note. I did just scroll down too far. Uh, Division 2. Yep. Um... Looks like the division. Yep. Gamer chat trailer. Yep. <laughs> Which I've helped you just label with the words level up. <laughs> and, oh man, I've been so busy. I haven't reached level thirty yet. But not I only just... did they say that, but later on there is the UI moment where after the end of the fight you just see the UI above the feather. It just says level up. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Apparently they did. <laughs> well done. We need to level you up. There's lots of loot down there. Let's not go down there, though. Let's do the do the scripted fight. Yes, let's do this other thing that looks better. Oh, why do you outside. why do Ubisoft keep doing the gamer chat thing? I know it's a part of Division for sure, right? But and this might be the least excruciating it's been, and it's pretty much it's, the only time it happens. This whole yeah, true. <laughs> but it's still kind of painful. <laughs> still hate it. Um, I mean, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. It looks. I can't really find anything bad to say about the division, other than it just looks like the division. Uh, like it doesn't look massively new. I didn't really get any pushing the genre four vibes, forward vibes from it or anything like that. No, it just looked like more. Yep. Um, snowdrop engine, <laughs> engine names. Drop your engine names. Uh. Yeah, so no, uh, Slipspace Engine. Slipspace Engine, yeah, we didn't even say that earlier, but yeah, engine names. Uh, so, what did you uh, did you pull anything interesting out of the idea Xbox montage? Well, you skipped another thing briefly. Oh, did I? They talked some more about Game Pass at this point. Oh, no, this was, was or was this fast start? <laughs> yeah, that's part of why it was inside Game Pass. You've got like fast start and the, yeah, it's just like. Because I guess because you have some kind of account now, because it can get data, so they think that they can use that data to use an AI to figure out what you want and preload games. Oh, is that what this is? Because I, I didn't really get what they were talking about. It's like this is just some smarter way of doing the download. Yeah, it seems um, like it. Is it like a preload? Yeah, they want to. They oh, want I want to turn that off. Well, yes, obviously anyone with a bandwidth cap is going to want to turn that off immediately. Actually, well, it's not a problem for me. I don't have a bandwidth well, cap. No, you but don't. I just don't really want to waste power. No. Like, don't download stuff like that. I don't. I'm yes. likely not the one. They want them to just use some cloud AI to work out the recommendations, I guess. Yeah, because that works so well. On I'm Steam. sure someone out there will love that stuff. It is sort of moving more towards what the original Xbox Dream well, was. Yes, in, like the original vision for Xbox One. Before that, all got poo pooed. Um, maybe they've had this ready for. Like yeah, ages. possibly. And we're just like, yeah, but we, we can we can actually launch this now. <laughs> Maybe now it works sufficiently well. Yeah. And then the indie montage, which I didn't write anything down from. So I mean, below was in there, I guess. But the, the, what's that? What are we saying about that? Still hasn't fucking come out. That's no. what we're saying about that. I give it another billion years, <laughs> um, and we might actually have that game. Um, honestly, what are Capybara doing at the moment? Like. I haven't put anything out on a walk for a while, I don't think. Um, yeah, uh, there was Ashen in there as well, which I think got a main spot at one of the previous shows. Released. Yeah. Um, again, don't really mind. Don't really mind much about that. 
Um, there was um, a claymation-looking game, a Harold something something. Apologies, but I can't remember the name. But I, it just had a real striking look to it. Um, that looked like it was like sort of animated, like properly animated, hand animated, like either stop motion or claymation or something like that, and mm. uh, just showed you walking through a building and it sort of yeah. Real interesting look. I need to follow up on what that what that really is. Um, uh, then there was um, uh, and Sable was in there as well, which is, uh, we've, we've has been known for a little while, but has a uh, again a really striking look to it. If um, in their own work, and this came up at the PC Gamer show as well, so we'll talk about. Well, I might as well talk about it now, so we don't have to cover it later. Um, but they're they're gunning for a sort of uh, French. Or European sort of solid color comic book style, where they don't really use gradients or anything like that. Everything is just a solid color with like harsh ink outlines on everything. And uh, other than some very heavy aliasing, <laughs> they kind of get there, and it's quite it's it's real. If you haven't seen it, yeah, check it out. Just 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 look at it, and uh, yeah, it's worth it's worth a gander. I can't remember anything else from that montage. To be honest, it went it went very fast. Mm. Uh, and now we get probably the second most mentioned game of the show: Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yes. So you didn't too much of it in this conference. <laughs> no, we got a bit of a trailer. That was about it. Some some stuff. She's underwater a lot, trying to escape from underwater stuff. <laughs> She's wearing the green top now. She murders everyone constantly. Yeah. Not in this trailer, though. Well, not as much in this trailer. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of murder. But... Uh, and then we get hashtag skate 4. Yeah, not quite. Not quite hashtag skate 4. Oh, goddammit. But it looks a lot like skate. Well, it's a skateboarding game. Of course yep. it looks like skate. <laughs> I know, but like even down to how it's being... How, how that trailer was shot and things like that. Like, you yeah. know, it was shot like a skate video. Yeah, but... Yeah, yes, yes. The sort of fisheye lens. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Everything's better with a fish island. Where's my skate for? Uh, well, apparently, this is just that, like you know, yeah, okay. dual, dual well, stick controls, like a that to represent tricks, like performed with each foot. You know, so you use your left foot and right foot with your left stick and right stick. That's what they're gunning for. So it's got the, that skate vibe. Uh, I have dug into try. I, I did have a quick look to see if. This was ex skate devs that were working on this thing, but didn't come up with any oh, okay. particular proof. So it cool. might not be ex skate, but I would be surprised if it's not, in fairness, because it looks a lot like skate. True. Uh, and it's called Session, which I think is kind of a cool name. With a full stop on the end, like yeah. skate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot skate had the start. <laughs> yeah, good name. Good name. I like that. Um, and then Black Desert, for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. It's coming to Xbox, <laughs> I guess. You know, you some more for some reason. I, mean, I guess it wasn't coming to Xbox before, and now it is. Or was it just an expansion? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, and then the next thing was cool. Kind of. It seems like they're a weird return to what they were doing previously. Only not, but sort of. I mean, it's in the original series. Yeah. Devil May Cry 5. The direct follow-on from Devil May Cry 4. <laughs> Except it's probably a 
prequel or somewhere in the middle of the timeline, apparently. Or maybe not. No one really knows, but uh, it looked rad. Oh, but I'm just going to straight up saying it looked like a Devil May Cry game, but it looked rad. Like, just like mm, new graphics and robotic electro hands. <laughs> Lots of demon killing. Lots of attitude. Catching a cigarette out of midair. In your mouth. I don't know, I thought it looked cool. Stylish action. No? Nothing? Alright, moving on. Um, no, nothing. It's not DMC, though. It's not DMC, <coughs> no, but Muska's Ninja Fury wouldn't have worked on it. Yeah, I'm sure, but... It's Nero. They're it's using... confusing enough that they just decided to call that last, like, call it DMC, and it's like, yeah, it's clearly Dead Boy Cry, but it's not called Dead Boy Cry, it's DMC, because it's the Dota. It's a spin-off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, DMC was cool, but, like, yeah, I guess it didn't. I assume it didn't sell as well and wasn't what the fans were after, <laughs> despite it being a truly excellent game. But, um, oh, hum, it is what it is. This looks cool too. Um, I might actually have to play some of the earlier Devil May Cry games at some point. <laughs> uh, Cuphead is getting some DLC. Called the Delicious Last Course. Mm. I think it's a cool, na- it's a cool name for it, some DLC. I like, I like how they described it as an exciting addendum or something <laughs> as well. Uh, With a and, new and character a fe- and a female character, yeah, the awesomely titled Miss Chalice. Miss Chalice. Ah, <laughs> oh, cap it. You're so cool. Um, I also thought this next thing looked really interesting. Now we've known about it for a while. Um, I think it's the first time I'd seen it in action. Like I saw some proper, fo- seen some proper footage of it. Um, uh, Tunic, which looks um, like a sort of Zelda esque, uh, very Zelda esque um, style game, but with a really ni- nice three D but still blocky art style um, with modern rendering and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, that looked I, cool. I, I was, I'm. I'm kind of sold. It looked really. I loved the music that they chose for that as well. It had very disaster piece mm. vibes about it. Maybe I hope it is disaster piece. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I thought that looked really cool. Green tunic fox, definitely a link ripoff. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, a Microsoft exclusive must be said. That was one of the exclusives. Uh, how much manga can you take? Less than this, probably. <laughs> probably less than Jump Force. <laughs> um, yeah, what if your favourite animes came together and had a big old fight? It's not the first time they've done this, I don't think, but it might have been the first time they've done it with such high, highly well-known <coughs> animes. Well, it might be the first time they've done these all together. They've yeah. probably done individual ones of these before. One Piece has, had, has definitely had Musou games and things like that. One Piece has had several games. Naruto have definitely had lots of games. Um, Dragon Ball's obviously had billions of games and fighters fairly recently. Um, but this might be the first time that those three franchises have been in a game together, having a fight. 
Um, we've had like, sh- sh- uh, so I assume this is coming from Shonen Jump, right? Hence why it's called Jump Force. Yes, yeah, um, we have had other Shonen Jump games before, like J Stars and things like that, where they've combined like huge swathes of their their manga and anime characters into one of those weird 3D floaty fighting game styles mm. that I really don't care for. Um, but uh, they're interesting, but I just don't really get them. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I think this might be one of those, just with a very flashy, realistic makeover. You know what I mean, they, they, they definitely are going away from the cartoon look for this. This is all like... In, Weirdly, I got like Marvel versus Capcom Infinite vibes. Oh yeah, and it's like okay, maybe that that wasn't that people didn't like that so much. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> Look mental though. Could be could be cool. Uh, Dying Light Two. They spent quite a lot of time on Dying Light Two. We have no experience with the last game, right? Hmm. No. Um, so this is Techland, who I think were responsible for the first Dead Island game, yeah, and then had yep. sp- splintered off uh, to do their own thing. Um, I think Dying Light, the first one, was pretty well received as a sort of parkour zombie survival mashup. Mm-hmm. Um, and but interestingly, they don't they have not been pl- they didn't play to the zombie stuff like at all, really. Oh. Wow, they briefly. Showed, mentioned yeah. the night well bad. yeah they briefly showed some zombies and it was like yeah it still works on the same day night system yeah i mean yeah that would make sense because you know the game's called hook but they really want to sell you on the idea is like hey no you're building a community now or what you're doing is affecting the world around you and it's like okay that sounds interesting and this rabbit you're selling it like the rabbit hole goes deep like really deep like if if you're showing us one example that has significant changes and you're claiming that there are hundreds, seems interesting. I mean, but definitely, I, I don't think it's interesting to me because there's like there's just a little bit of me that be like I don't really necessarily want a parkour zombie game because it's a zombie game again. But you know, I came off the back of State of Decay two feeling okay, so yeah. I mean, they got that guy in to develop the lore, right, of the world and stuff? Uh, right? Yeah, what's his name? Steve? The... Is it Steve or Avalone, anyway? Right. Yeah, isn't he the, like the Planescape Torment dude and all that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's probably, I mean, it's definitely a good thing. And, it, you know, he seemed he seemed into it. Yeah, like, he did. You know, but you know, I only hope you would be for someone that was writing it, but he didn't, you know, none of it, none of it felt like I'm forced to be here. <laughs> No, I mean, I think that generally looks quite could be a bit of an ace in the hole. Mm. I hope so because yeah, the, if the decision stuff works and what they're selling on that stuff, that stuff sounds real interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like, like more than the base dying light on its own seems interesting. It's like that—that that would be what I come for. And maybe they know that. Maybe they want to separate themselves from the zombie thing a little bit because there's so many of them. Mm. Maybe just a little bit. No. I'm sure there'll be plenty of zombies. No, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, would you like some battle toads? Because you're not getting it for a while. Yeah, apparently there'll be some battle toads next year. They did it. They went there. They finally did. We know Why would about... you want that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, people don't make that many beat 'em ups anymore. I guess they make this. That's true. This is going to be a classic battle toads game, apparently, by the sounds of it. Beat 'em ups. 
Um, although people are a bit worried it will look like their joke um, hover bike graphic that they put on screen. It's like, if it looks like that, then I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah, he's... they didn't really show anything. No, they showed nothing other than it's being made. And it's like, I mean, yeah, a new thing. Good on them. Something coming, but not yet. All right, Zach, tell me about Just Cause 4. I don't think there's much to say about it, really. It looks like it's just another one of Just Cause game, but in a nicer, nicer engine. <laughs> you still blow shit up that's red. <laughs> that's basically all you need to know about Just Cause. Doesn't it have like it has like thrusters you can attach to things and balloons? Yeah, you already had those. All oh, right. Wait, well, except I guess in the last game the thrusters were also explosives, which kind of negated the whole point of them being thrusters. Right. All you ever did was just attach them to a thing to cause them to fly away and explode. And explode. There was no separation between the thrust and the explosion. You knew yeah. that as soon as you put it on it, it was going to fly away, but it was also going to explode. So you couldn't really, you know, ride it or anything. So I guess now they are controllable. Yeah, I guess like, now. Well, now maybe, it's Gary's mod. Maybe not. It's Gary's mod now. Controllable, yeah. but at least maybe they don't explode. Yeah. <laughs> And they were like, now the tethering system, you, you can have loads of tethers. I mean, they tried to do that in the last game, but not as many as they apparently have now. Mm. Seems like a lot now. At least four. So you could build, like, floating cars. I forget what the total, how many you could end up with in three was. It was actually quite a lot. I remember seeing definitely videos of, like, this helicopter has a tether attached to each blade, and at the end of the tether is a cow. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know. How do you feel about it? it's like car culture soundtrack? Like I don't or trap? Is it trap? I, I always get confused with these genres. Like, but that one, they're like, it sounded. Well, it's not Firestarter, is it? It's not. <laughs> it's, nothing will beat that trailer in my mind. Like that. That was a cool trailer, um, but. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I think they they played it too serious. I think I don't know if they played it that serious. Maybe in this trailer, when they showed more of it in the square one, it's like it's clearly just that game again. Yeah, but I mean, maybe that's the most disappointing thing, actually. That other well, than, but the other thing... than them adding systems and apparently they're adding a lot of physics. Well, yeah, I mean that's um... the thing that like they it, it just being that game again the better is maybe the important part because it's like just called three was kind of average. Right, like it, it was one of those games, but it was just like, yeah, you didn't really blow this out of the park or anything. It's just like, yeah, you just go around and destroy things in the just cause styles of way that you do. Is physics enough? <laughs> Does the physics elevate it enough? Is so, is wind and tornadoes? And also, you know, the car physics in just cause three sucked, <laughs> <laughs> which kind of made driving anywhere kind of annoying. Mm. Especially on bikes. They, they did specifically say they. Yeah. They. I think it was in the PC gaming show. They. The squared one. Yeah, one of the two that they have overhauled the handling model for cars completely. And that's how you know that they needed it with that. Yeah. They mentioned it specifically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now for the Gears of War section. <laughs> yeah. Weird. There's a whole section of the Gears of War stuff. Yeah, which I don't think anyone was really anticipating. Like Gears Five anticipated we expect this to come what then followed or what came first what came first yeah that's a hilarious fake out (laughs) what what is gears pop other than i think we know it's a mobile game i think we know it's a mobile game but who in their right mind thought this was a good idea like i guess 
Microsoft liked Funko's money. I guess. I, I assume it works that way around. Yeah, weird one. Weird one. Um, uh, a lot of stuff I've seen, basically just the words, oh no, mm-hmm. are prevalent in this kind of that. Funko is weirdly hated more than... Oh, I hate that stuff. Oh, really? The Funko that is in the pophead things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why they're... I mean, they're like... The sort of, I mean, I, I okay, I don't hate it, but like, I don't understand why it's so popular, and it's kind of okay, annoying yeah. that it's so popular. So that but turns That's into it. like hate. I mean, it sort of makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's like it's basically just like, I mean, I, I say basically it's like, but it pretty much is the modern equivalent of bobbleheads, where you just make yeah. a bobblehead of anything, yeah, any famous person, any. Yeah, but you know, it's not as good as something like pest dispensers. Head. I mean, that that's great. <laughs> who who doesn't want a pest dispenser of everything, including Marcus Phoenix? But but the pop heads, <laughs> I really don't get. I don't know what the difference is. I suppose. I mean that that the pop heads is obviously they've got that look right. That's their thing. It's like they've they've, they've somehow found a cute face that people like. Um, it's not cute though, is it? I guess people people think, think it is. I suppose it's chibied. It's does, not very. Really it's it's not exactly like, Hello Kitty, is it? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's not. In some ways, it's not far from Hello Kitty. Really, maybe. Yeah, but, D- doesn't have that charm though. That capitalist charm. <laughs> I don't know. I I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but I have got a Funko Pop Eggman and a Funko Pop um, Groot, and they're kind of cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm part of the problem. Apparently. That's fine. I mean, however, uh, on this front, I will draw the line. But it's, it was Gears, fi- Gears Pop doesn't work for me. It's fine when it's just when it's just the models. Where it's just like it's just a pop culture characters put into a specific style, and we're selling them as a tiny statue thing. That's yeah. fine. When you're like taking that style and then mash- this is just like the Angry yeah. Birds movie. It's just like you're not we're taking a fig where we're just. Trying to get into something completely different. You're not Lego. <laughs> You're not as big as that. Like, well, Lego. That, that, the funny thing about Lego is they actually make like Funko Pop heads from Lego, like in an insane crossover. That's actually a thing. Really? That's a yeah. thing. There are Lego sets of like, say, Captain America that look like Funko Pop heads, but made of Lego. That's a thing. Wow. Really weird. Nuts. Yeah. Really weird. Do they bobble? Uh, I don't. As Lego. So. Maybe they do. I don't know. I haven't. Huh. Yeah, weird. Well, let's move on from that. Yeah. And I'm a little bit sad that they brushed over Gears Tactics as quickly as they did because they were just like, oh, and we're making this other thing. Yeah. And it's like, hey, that looks really interesting. Like XCOM Gears. With a uh, yeah, why line. did they brush over that? That's like yeah. such an obviously good idea. I mean, That'd obviously a ripoff, but still. I mean, good. yeah, but who cares? Um, XCOM 2 apparently wasn't all that or, you know. well yeah but will this be even as functional as XCOM was yeah. that's the real question I mean we don't really know who's making it like I assume a, a team at the coalition yeah. might be but then like you know they've got you know, 343 tended to hand off like their strategy stuff to other people so I assume this is being made by someone else other than the coalition's core team but uh, because Coalition's core team are working on Gears 5. Um, of which we saw no gameplay, but at least there's some story stuff. <laughs> and I'll give it credit for what 
I didn't like about Gears 4, I didn't see any of that in the Gears 5 trailer. Gone seems to be that sort of modern humour, quote unquote. It wasn't a very um, humorous situation, though. No, no. But <laughs> they didn't really have an opportunity to be dumb humorous. But I didn't I didn't get any of those vibes that those characters were as I don't know, just as irritating <laughs> as they were in the in, in Gears 4. Um so that's a plus. Um I, I, uh, that, that scene in the trailer where um, Kate sort of gets ambushed by robots has me like maybe they're going back to the horror side of this a little bit and it's like that's cool too if they do that maybe lean more in that direction um, just anything to stop it from being just a run of the mill Gears game a run of the mill cover shooter like Gears 4 was they need to find something to elevate it and if that thing is story, fine because you failed last time, <laughs> but I don't know. I, um, from what I've been, again, my my own sentiment, as as you may have gathered, is, is is a little bit more up than it was before. But uh, I think that's the general sentiment all round. It's like, okay, good trailer. Uh, I want to see the game now. Um, oh, I'm gonna cough. <coughs> that just built up in the back of my throat. Uh, and that was Gears. I don't know. I, yeah. guess, I guess you guys have no no real. They finally picked up on that locust imagery thing. <laughs> I did like Mark that Marcus is still there, and he's just like, I know a place. <laughs> of course know. he does. Yeah, of course he does. Well, I'm not just not up on the story because I didn't play Gears Four or whatever, so uh, it was very story based. Um. Yeah, but even even then, the bit that they showed, it's like, okay, what they said, it's like, oh, something bad has happened. It's like, but I don't actually know who died. No, like, uh, like uh, I don't actually know what that was about. Um, that's not not made obvious. Um, because I thought everyone you cared about died in the last game. In fairness, <laughs> um, uh, obviously no Coltrane action, which is obviously a shame. I mean, was was but... the, was it the person who died? Was it that like the fourth character from four? <laughs> Were they just like opening up a team slot to bring in a new character in the fight? I mean, that would be surprising if they killed the character that you thought was dead at the end of four, but then the post credit stinger, he's alive. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they just killed him again. Yeah. <laughs> that would be quite funny in a strange way. Um, it was Dom. Dom's back to life and he's now dead again. Yeah. Like, it's Carmine somehow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what that was about, but we we did know about the the necklace. That was kind of the, yeah. the thing at the end of Gears Four. Like, so they've sort of spoiled basically all of Gears Four because like none yeah. of it matters other than the fact that you've learnt that she's connected to the Locust somehow. Yeah, because her and her mum have this jewelry, um, or grandmother, I think. Which for some but, reason, like, I mean, I guess I, I you know I had to play Gears Four, but like. It seems like you could probably just ask what's going on with that. Really, this is, it's only jewelry. It's not like a fucking birthmark or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you could pick that up off a corpse for all you know. But true, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that they're implying that there's some kind of bloodline connected. Yeah. To, it probably means they're related to the Phoenixes in some distant way. Sounds good. Um, I know a place. <laughs> Yeah, let's see some game. Um, looked nice visually, looks nice, but then the last game looked really excellent as well um, visually. Um, so we got some closing remarks from Phil with a um, 
Again, a tease that Xbox are probably thinking about streaming services. Yep. Apparently, everyone's so, on that now. Yeah, like is PlayStation now successful enough that they're starting to care? Because I didn't think that thing was doing so hot. No. Yeah. If it, well, in fairness, if anyone's going to pull it off, Microsoft would probably be the ones with their Azure service backing and all that stuff. It's like they would probably know how to do this as best as it could be done right now. Mm, maybe. But then Sony brought on one of those original streaming companies to do the job for them anyway. Yeah. Um, no, man. Yeah. I don't know. Don't care. I'm always going to be a... Until it's 100% proven and 100% the way to play, I'm always going to be have it local, boys. I don't want none of that input lag or any risk of my connection going buffering and the service not knowing and then you die. You know, something like that. Like, it just sounds the worst. Um... But the best, and probably the star of the show, I thought, okay, was the was the finish. Well, Phil Spencer gets cut off. The show gets hacked. Mm, yeah, by hacks. And instead of picking final new final, they pick the E3 trailer option, and we get a, you know, we get a sweet trailer for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. How are oh, we feeling yeah. about Cyberpunk? This looks amazing. It looks pretty damn good. I like the world so far. I like it a lot. Yeah. It's like, this is, this is, uh, I mean, we know a little bit more than what the trailer showed. I mean, there's a lot going on in the trailer. There's like, you know, it's, it's, it's pulling basically every cyberpunk trope imaginable. Basically. Yeah. Here. Like, you know, people augmenting, people jacking yep. in. Yep. People, things going wrong with the jacking in. Yep. Um, and, and playing style cool. car, sports cars. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just cool tech all around, like those people playing pool and the, the pool table was putting like guidelines down like virtual pool did. <laughs> you yeah, know? Of course, um, yeah. Uh, you know, guns, dystopia. Um, light up jackets, obviously. Light up jackets, yeah. Very important. That you'll never see, probably, because as it turns out, um, like this wasn't shown in the trailer, but they talked about it a bit afterwards. It's like, it, it's going to be first person. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so this is Project uh, Red going in a cool. different direction. Um, uh, I'm actually excited for that. Yeah, I, I think it could be. Well, I mean, I want to uh, walk the, around. The obvious the parallel is is Deus Ex, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the cyberpunk game, kind of in many ways. Yeah, but yeah, it was never a full know. RPG in the way that something like The Witcher is. Not yeah. that that's a full full RPG, but it is an RPG. Yeah, I would have said The Witcher is even comparable to Deus Ex and RPG esque. Yeah, that's true. Actually, skill yeah. points or whatever. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't as open as like a Witcher, and I'm imagining this to be more open, right? Although I suppose well, the yeah. newer the newer Deus Ex had some bigger areas, I suppose, like the Hengshai well, Island yeah, stuff, but not really. They tried to be like, oh, you need to go to this warehouse and maybe you can find different ways in, except there's really only like two. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder like how it's actually going to work. Like if you have the car and you're driving around, it's like, okay, how big is this? Like it's set up as a city, right? This is set yeah. in the city. And like, so if I drive down the street, is every place I'm driving by some interesting, hyper-busy, mm. bustling part of the city that I can wander around and do things in. Probably but, not. I mean, yeah, obviously, probably not, but 
for like in winter three it's mostly fields right and and, yeah 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 yeah. you have your horse and you can go everywhere but not everywhere is interesting although everywhere is pretty but how do you make a cyberpunk city that way you yeah a bit of me is like like you're gonna need to need to go everywhere because it's that sort of game maybe or are they gonna have to heavily block it off so it doesn't come across like that and then i don't yeah yeah so it's one of those it's like this sounds incredibly difficult to pull off so they did give a gameplay demo, right? But it was behind closed doors, so you just behind have to read doors, yeah. what people are saying about it. Yeah, that's the only way we know about the first person thing. I, mean, I would have said, you know, if you wanted to go hard, really hard on like sectioning things off, there's plenty of cyberpunk ways you could do it. You just have a force field, it's like you can't walk in here if you've got a certain orientation, and you just die, <laughs> or, some, or some kind of clearance, or you're not a class, the yeah, right class, exactly. Like, because it seemed like there was some segregation like going say on. It's a city, but it could easily just be a district mm. <laughs> where it's just like a sectioned off area. You don't have your district pass. Dystopia. <laughs> the funny thing about the the hacks at the end of the Microsoft press conference is on the, on the giant bomb screen shortly after the end of the conference, their stream computer crashed. Oh yeah, so yeah, the yeah, whole I saw that. stream went down. Like, oh, more hacks! It's I spreading. Did, I, did, I did switch to that just to see their their <laughs> final comments, and it's like, yeah, yeah, classy. And they we see Windows for a bit. Yeah, which is even funnier. She's like, oh, it's a Windows desktop. Microsoft hacks. <laughs> Anyway, pretty slick show all around. I thought Not, I wouldn't say massive surprises, like nothing, nothing particularly like whoa, um, or like oh my gosh, they're doing that. But like, well, Halo was quite whoa. Halo, Halo was the <laughs> Halo, Halo was quite a surprise. Yeah, and we still yeah, don't know true. what it is. But it's not what anyone was expect. I mean, we were expecting Halo in some form this year, right? But, the fact that it's not Halo Six, I think, is good yeah. from my perspective. Although anyway. I did notice that when the IGN uploaded that teaser trailer, their title for it was Halo Infinite brackets Halo Six. It's like I think you're making some fairly serious assumptions there. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, unless Phil's said something. Yeah, unless someone but, does know something. Or what's her name? There's a someone from Three Four Three that's normally on stage that has a really funny name, <laughs> like not funny, but like somewhat cool, like. Wolf or something like that. Um, anyway, can't remember. Um, yeah, a pretty slick show all around, as you'd expect from Microsoft. Pretty good selection of games, but nothing, nothing too like whoa. In fairness, the big whoa news for me was like you're you're buying Ninja Theory, okay. Um, and, and I guess part of the problem is, is although like you know, a chunk of these games are exclusive to Microsoft in some way, large chunk of them aren't. So if you're not Microsoft, don't worry about it. Just enjoy the show. <laughs> right. Uh, how are we doing for time? Well, we've got to get through Bethesda. All right. We're at the uh, two-hour mark for this, for, for this first segment. Chapter um, one. Yeah. I mean, some of this stuff we're going to be able to get through quicker anyway because we'll be hitting things we've touched on earlier. But Okay. So the immediate thing, and like the Bethesda show... It's like, oh, we've got to have a little dev diary thing again. You've got to be like humans right here. Yeah. <laughs> thanks thanks to us. <laughs> Yay us. Which they did last year as well. And also the classic thing where someone says they're one of the things that they do is fix things that are broken. It's like, do you? <laughs> I'm not sure about that, actually. Have you played Fallout or Skyrim? <laughs> probably not on those teams. <laughs> you probably worked on Doom. <laughs> uh 
And then and then we get to see the stage. And I just want to bring this up. This is a weird stage yeah. choice. Um, like the sort of train track state or whatever you want to call it, where I mean, it's like it's, hovering screens down was, the middle, like crowd on both sides. I was trying to work out. It's like, where, was it just like a basketball court? Is that what that? Well, maybe. It's, yeah. well, it seemed like it was like maybe that was about the right size for the. But I don't think basketball courts usually have that steeper seating. I think there'd be more seating. Yeah, as well. If it was a proper big team. Yeah. Um, like, where the hell were they? What an odd. What an odd staging choice. Yep, because uh, the crowd never gets to see the yeah, person presenting. They're, always, they're mostly always facing that one way, right? They very rarely did the thing where they turned where around. The yeah. But at least they had screens on both sides, I guess. All right, so let's open with what we know. Let's do Rage 2, and let's bring in the guy that did the music for the trailer we just saw for a live performance. Andrew WK, let's party. Yep, hard. Party hard. Um, not that song. Not that song. <laughs> I mean, One of the other three famous songs that he has. Uh, I saw a lot of people commenting. It's like, like, oh, that was a pretty, pretty sweet performance. Shame the crowd didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I think the crowd never cares at anything at E3 because no. they're all hella jet lagged <laughs> and super tired. <laughs> We've been out partying, probably with Andrew WK. As it turns out. Yep, I thought it was pretty. It was a good performance, didn't? But it would have been nice if they were playing a trailer whilst the live thing was going on. Maybe, maybe that would have been cool. Um, yes, yeah, so we saw a lot more about uh, how this thing is, really. It had a, you know, a slightly funny presentation where the Scandinavian guy was gigantic. Yeah. And, and also forgetting lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of moments of that this year. Yeah. Um, so, I don't really know where to start with this, really. It's like, uh, oh. I don't think there's a great, almost, there's always not a great deal to say other than it looks like a first person game with powers and seems quite doomish, but in bigger environments with the odd bit of car action. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 I, mean, I guess the weird thing is that they're like leaning into nanotech to give you powers, which they didn't really do in the first game. So it seems like they're, you know, sort of almost disregarding the first game a little bit and just being like, hey, we can, we do, we do stuff. We go mad, we go mad here. We've got double jumps and the force. I mean, I don't know um, if like the nanotech is all going to come from space and that's why. Because mm. that seemed to be the key point of this mission they showed, right? Like you have to bring the thing from space and that we need that for something else, but also bonus powers. On yeah. <laughs> while, while, while you're there, you might as well pick this thing up. Don't let anyone else have that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did like that sequence though, as the thing comes down and it like blows out the building you're in, and it's like that's even a bit of a flaw in their space center design, where the target for the rocket landing is a bit close. completely destroys the thing you're standing in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, it, was, it it showed well, definitely showed well. Um, uh, you know, some of the some of the sort of when they actually got to the sort of trail, cho- the proper trailer choices where they're cutting about a bit, and it's like oh, okay, maybe you didn't need to do it quite like that, but. Mm. And what was that weird commercial in the middle of it all? Like, just cut away to a TV showing a thing. Oh, it was because that was the advertisement for the pre-order, essentially. No, oh, was it? Where they like, here's, what, here's your dumb, stupid shit that you're going to get with the pre-order. Oh, I really didn't peg that. I mean, at least that's what I'm assuming that was. Because, yeah. you know, Bethesda likes to do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, I think it looks good, but, like, uh, 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 they made it fairly clear that it's, like, a bit early. Well, like, yeah, fairly. It's also, you know, Avalanche are busy at the moment because they're working on this and Just Cause. Well, or Just Cause might be mostly done, though. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, Rage 2, I don't know really for much to say on that. As much the same with Elder Scrolls Online. Like, and, uh, and Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, yeah. Which they also mentioned. Just turn up, just say some things, have those one or two crowd members get super excited. Not quite as extreme as the Woo Woman. That's the Woo Lady. No, that was two years ago now. Oh, yeah. We, we, yeah, Woo Lady was a while ago. Um, um, yeah. It's like they kicked her out. <laughs> she was too, too enthusiastic. There was a, I forgot to mention, there was a guy in the Microsoft conference towards the end that sounded a lot like the coal train. There was a guy just go, Woo! In exactly the same way. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Somerset. Yeah, I guess. That's a thing. Um oh, oh boy. I mean we didn't get to see anything, but <laughs> they barely explain this is almost as bad as the Halo one. Yeah, yeah. But let's just see some uh Hell on Earth. Doom not two Doom Eternal. I think in fairness, I think Doom Eternal's a bad name. But <laughs> like Halo isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, basically you like yeah. the same. Yeah, you're right. Um, but man, another Doom game. I'm I mean, hype. They, or, I'm hype already. They did at least say it's a sequel. Yeah, and the fact that it appears to be Hell on Earth, you know that you know it's basically Doom Two. That's, that's basically what happens in Doom Two. Just call it Doom Two. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. You could have done it. I call it Doom okay Two Hell on Earth. <laughs> yeah, if you need a colon. <laughs> They're not showing that here, so no, no, no. But oh, that music! Oh, I'm already, I'm already. In it. They did say like there's twice as many enemies to fight against as well, so that's like that's good. They're not just <clears throat> adding a little bit to it. It's like no, we're literally doubling it. It's like okay, great, keep going. I'm in. Whatever you put out, I'm in. <laughs> uh, the obligatory Quake Champions bit. Um, there was an unfortunate. Uh, and my notes here basically say. There's a girl in shot that is looking at her watch constantly. <laughs> yeah, so the traditional problems with crowd shots. The first one, the crowd shot was like, "Is Danny O'Dwyer again and again oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. again?" <laughs> he was he was in it a lot. In fantasy, I think he's earned it because he's no clips doom, right? Like, he... yeah, but that, it, he wasn't quite in the center of the shot. It wasn't like yeah, they were yeah, looking okay. at him. It was yeah. like, oh, there he is. He, he just happens to be in the, the one place they put a crowd camera. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Quake's going con free this weekend if you've been playing it, but you probably like will have missed it by the time this podcast goes up. Um, I thought about trying it, I haven't. <laughs> um, they were just saying we're adding stuff to it. Still early access. Yeah. I thought it was out, but apparently not. Still early access. Still put in orb and haven't put in orb. That's all you want. <laughs> no. Orb. I put in um. Was it roller skating girl? Yeah. Was was the one for this one? Yeah. Slash, right? No idea. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, DLC for Prey. Um, quite a lot, actually. Quite, like not just one DLC, even it's sort of two. Almost. Sort of two, yeah. Like uh, and weird modes that I wouldn't have thought would have been in Prey. So I wasn't, I wasn't quite clear on the structure of some of this. Like, like so, is Moon Crash seems to be the big DLC, right? That yeah. they were pushing, which is like the they're making a rogue like, yeah. It seems like there's some kind of like runs go through a series of different levels. And... Yeah, but the, but they're, they're arranged differently, and what happens in the rooms you've seen before may be different. Like there's different conditions or like fire, basically. <laughs> there's, um, fire. A fire. there's a little bit of fire. Um, 
was there something else like single player? I mean, there's Typhon Hunter, which was the prop hunt game yeah. they're adding, which makes perfect sense for Prey, right? Yeah. Like, except like maybe it's too difficult for Prey because <laughs> basically that's the whole point of the mimics is they're very good at that, mm. and, and like and also. I mean, the thing about prop the hunt in like the Gary's Mod context or the subsequent spin-off versions of that is that, like, you know, part of the problem with that game is you can only kind of play it like once because then you know where all the props are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, unless it's got a, like a like a static prop randomizer. Yeah. Presumably, right? it will have some. That's the obvious some way to fix that. Yeah. That's the obvious fix. Um, yeah, it didn't didn't really work in the mod age where like the the props are fixed, but. And also, like, the other trouble with Prop Hunt is that, I mean, I guess it's not really a problem with the game, it's more of a, like, theoretical world problem, where it's like, why is all this shit just spread all over the place? Because if you're, like... Well, again, doesn't it make sense in Prey that it's like, well, I don't know, just looking around my own room, there's stuff all over the place, Yeah, but there's stuff all over the place in logical positions, and that was the problem with making choices for prop hunt where it's like sure if I'm going to be a banana I'll probably want to be on go, the table next near, to some other bananas yeah go near but then that becomes fridge. obvious where it's like oh there's one extra banana here this time mm. <laughs> or like yeah these well, and these coffee cups oh there's one not on a coaster burn <laughs> it but yeah I'm you know it's a fine thing it's a fine game it's, it's, fun, that game, it's, I guess. it's fun that they're out of it like at all and, and making a sort of thing of it because um, I don't think Prey had any multiplayer did it I don't know. So this might be like its first multiplayer mode. I don't know. Um, all right. So next, we're getting a. We're not getting a Wolfenstein sequel just yet. We're getting a weird spin-off that may that may actually sequel. be the sequel, <laughs> but they're not calling it Wolfenstein Three. Uh, they're calling it Wolfenstein Youngblood, and features is it your daughters or Apparently. yeah, your twin daughters as the main characters. Um. The thing that was like why um, it's confusing about whether it's a secret or not is because it's all young blood. Because you know the mm. pre- previous one we had old blood. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, that was the um, expansion. <laughs> that to was the expansion to the other game. Yeah. It's like so. Is this what is this? Is this a sequel or is this a big expansion? You haven't really helped us by calling it that. I also didn't get some of the you know the classic Wolfenstein vibes from that. Really, you know, what I mean, I didn't get quite enough snark. Well, they didn't really show much of it. It's very more sp- like, let's focus on what how the build-up. Yeah. Not what these characters are doing in their training. It felt a little straight, yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not. Joke time! Skyrim on Alexa. I've always known as Miss and stuff. Oh, have I? Yeah, wrong order. What have I missed? Well, there was the bit where they talked about their VR stuff again. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really have anything to say. No, not really. And then they actually had before that 76 before this. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I've got... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Or as right. I put in my note, Fallout 76, wait, let's talk about E3. <laughs> I could have sworn he came out and did, like, well, that was the first thing Todd Howard said, was like, oh, why, what else can we put Skyrim on? Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, it's not a joke, Actually, by I the way. I, I Skyrim guess, on Alexa isn't a joke. I they guess did the Skyrim that. Alexa was kind of in the Fallout... It was more a part of the preamble for Fallout 76. Mm. It'd be, let's talk about E3 and other stuff. Because he came out and was like, oh, Fallout 76, wait, hang on, we're going to talk about some, we're going to make a joke and talk about some other shit first. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it was sort of in the same segment. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Sky, Skyrim Alexa is a thing you can try. 
the very special edition. Uh, Fallout 76, yeah. So we've got a release date as well uh, for this. And it's... Uh, so this is where they actually started to talk about what this actually is. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess not, not to tread over ground we've already done. Like The big takeaway is that they did basically say this is online. It's not a single-player thing. It's... Except you can play a single-player. Oh, oh, that was said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I know a lot less about this than I thought. Like, so, because I thought that like every player you were going to meet was going to be human. I mean, that was what it seemed to be implying. But it doesn't necessarily mean you couldn't play it solo. Like they said, if you want to play it solo and not have be fucked up by players, you can. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's designed for that. I guess. Like yeah, it's does, an option. What does this mean? There's no NPCs. It's like where does where does this? Well, the thing is about the thing that I. Thought, found weird about it that kind of screwed with what I thought it was going to be was like they definitely showed enemies. I mean, they showed wildlife enemies, and that's fine. That makes sense. But I'm pretty sure there was a bit there where they showed super mutant enemies, and I'm right. like, A, that's like straight up NPC enemies, the, you know, standard FPS enemies, even. Mm. <laughs> They're just running around with guns. And B, super mutants shouldn't exist in this game. <laughs> From the law. Oh, really? Are they out of sequence? Well, they're too early, and mm. apparently, if I, I don't really remember this that well, but from what I remember of Fallout Three, I'm pretty sure super mutants were created in a vault in Fallout in Washington D.C. in like the Fallout Three storyline. You find that out, mm. like they were actually made deliberately. <coughs> it wasn't just like random mutations. I mean, so they're, they're, not, they're not created from Fallout then. Well, I mean, theoretically, they could be. I guess you could ex- you could excuse that quite easily by like, or like, there was another vault also in West Virginia that was doing the same experiment, and they also made two mutants. No. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily completely excuse it. I just found it slightly weird. Hmm. But yeah, it does look like there are some kind of standard enemies, not just wildlife enemies. At least they didn't show any bandits. I guess hmm. they only showed other players in those yeah. bits of combat that they did show briefly. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? If it were, if you played it online, would that be what you wanted from a Fallout game? Really? Well, that's um, the trouble with all these, all of these style of games, isn't it? It's just like I'm not sure whether, like, I think we said the same thing about CP. Where it's just like, do you really want the PvP? Not like, like a couple of times if it's entertaining, but then when you just get stopped on all the time, that's not entertaining. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. How will it work with the leveling? Is there leveling? Well, the thing is, what's about- happened to Vats? Well, that may not be a thing, but the mm. thing they said about they said that like dying doesn't remove progress, yeah, which is an interesting thing because it's like it kind of implies that the PvP is pointless. But then that's the same situation as CFEs again, where it's like just because it's pointless doesn't mean it doesn't matter and it doesn't, won't piss people off when they get yeah. ganked. <laughs> well, yeah, you still might spawn somewhere inconvenient and have to make your way there again. Yeah, for instance, even if it's not steps yeah like progress progress and it's like oh i mean what's the benefit to murdering someone if yeah you ever think exactly. there a benefit because if, if they're not losing progress what are you gaining i mean i guess you can loot their stuff but <laughs> but they don't lose it they it's like does it spawn a copy of their stuff I mean, you just yeah. get their stuff is it then exploitable yeah yeah and they also mentioned that like you can build a camp Mm. Which you can, uh, it seems like probably there's going to be some weird Vault Tech technology where it just packs itself into a container that you can just ship around and yeah, redeploy. Yeah, yeah. But it, unfortunately, it does also appear like it may be using quite a similar construction system to Fallout 4, which was terrible. 
<laughs> so that's maybe not a good sign. And also, like, there was the other question that people immediately came up with to do with the camp building, where it's just like, okay, so if you're playing solo and you build a camp and then you go into a rock player game and your camp is on top of someone else's camp, what the fuck happens? <laughs> right, yeah. If you've built in exactly the same place as someone else that you've joined into, how does it resolve that problem? It probably just picks one, right? Well, yeah, but then what happens to your camp? Does it just, like, repack into its container thing? Maybe, yeah. Maybe it just gives it to you. And then they also went on to not really explain, but mention the, like, nukes situation. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. There are nukes still about. Mini nukes. Well, relatively mini. Yeah. <laughs> for the Fallout universe. We go, and you can blow up some of the map. How yes. does that work? I mean, it seems... the Because they seem to suggest that, like, you, you, use, you have to go through this whole, like, quest line, or not really quest line, but you have to do certain things to get a hold of the launch case for the nuke, so it's clearly kind of a late game or like, yeah, I mean, that, that, fairly that, difficult thing to do. I mean, that stuff sounded kind of interesting. Yeah, and sort of makes sense. Hmm. But then when you... I'm, like, they say you use the nuke to nuke an error, and then that, like, creates new resources, which I guess makes sense, kind of, sort of. Just how the world resets. Thing. Well, I'm guessing that it's more like you're generating a dungeon, almost. Or like a raid, you're creating a, you're using the nuke to create a zone with like higher level stuff in mm. that you can then go and harvest, and then what? maybe it resets at some point. Yeah, maybe. What if the whole map actually has like two states? Well, that is what I was theoretically thinking they'd have to do because they said you could like launch it wherever. And I'm like, mm. okay, so is it just like they basically just made two maps and it just morphs between them yeah. when you launch the nuke? Which is kind of a cool idea. That would be cool if that's what it is. But who I knows? mean, it probably sucks if you've set up camp there. And yeah. You- and, and all your hard work I mean, they did. They did definitely suggest that you could launch the new at players. Yeah. I'm just like, well, that would definitely suck. It's one of those things, like the way he said it was like, like in fairness, Todd Howard was is the kind of the master of this sort of showpiece. Yeah. And uh, like he was like, well, what if we gave you nukes and sort of just let you do what you wanted with them? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that sounds fascinating on paper. In practice, I don't know if I'm on board. No. I, I'm not sure I am. I think it sounds like it'd be more frustrating than fun. Well, unless you're the guys firing it, in which yeah, case it's the exactly. best. Yeah. But... And also, where does that fit with the law? Because mm. <laughs> clearly, it's like, I I mean, they did their whole, you know, it has the uh, vault style presentation animation elements to it, where it's just like, oh, here's an informational video. It's just like, what is the reason for <laughs> launching nukes at the country that's just been blown up? Mm. At America. You're blowing up your own country just to generate some weird specific resources, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing up in America. It's like it's actually sort of, it's quite quite against the whole like vote speech, right? And then I guess most of Fallout's world is probably against what the votes are for, but well, yes. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting one. It's interesting to see them taking it in a different direction, let's put it that way. But unfortunately it does look like the same engine. And it makes sense for them not calling it Fallout Five. Well yes, obviously. Yeah. And you can get a helmet. <laughs> And you can get a helmet. So yep. You can get a real helmet, a real power armor helmet. That might actually fit on your head, maybe. Maybe. you have an average size head. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I saw some big fellas at these shows. It's got to be said. Some requiring multiple seats, you know. <laughs> Bet their heads don't fit. Uh, yeah, Fallout 76. 14th of November this year. So we finally have a this year game. <laughs> One of the few. 
probably the only one they mentioned actually this year, like Bethesda, yeah. yeah. Um, Apart from Fallout Shadow, Fallout Fallout Shadow, Shadow PS4 and Switch, yeah. Which I guess is that Shadow dropped out now. Well, apart from you know the game's already been out yeah, for like yeah, a whole yeah. year on the other systems. <laughs> Not really that surprising. Still going, apparently. Well, sure. Still adding to it. Um, uh, also on their mobile front, they're making Infinity Blade, but for, <laughs> for, Elder, Scrolls. for, for Elder Scrolls. Yep. And it's uh, with. I actually thought the amount of effort it looked like they had gone into making this thing was kind of impressive. Mm. Like, oh, do you want to play it with just tap to where you want to go? Yeah, you can do that. Want to immediately switch to using dual stick touchscreen controls? Yeah, you can do that. Just do it. Want to play in portrait mode for some reason? <laughs> for some reason. You can do that. One hand mode. But they were very specific about, hey, you need to see this thing running on an iPhone X very specifically. It's like, does this mean it's going to run on much else? No, I imagine it will run like garbage on everything else because it it was impressive. It looked impressive. Um, it's, I mean, it's nothing we're going to play, obviously, but unless Dan gets an iPhone X. But... <laughs> well, I might get one, but I probably won't play any games on it. <laughs> yeah, because your battery won't last. It'll last like two minutes. Yep. Apparently that's what happens. Like you know, Fortnite mobile, like like an impressive thing. Absolutely destroy your battery. You get one round in. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's not like stuff. the switch lasts forever, is it? No, I guess not. But like that's that's that's, that's probably longer than your mobile will. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then we got some confirmation of the thing again everyone knew about but it hadn't been officially said that they're working on something brand new the first ip they've made in 50 new ip they've made in 15 <laughs> years did they say I, I suppose since rage but then they might not even count that because it was before they owned id yeah um so yeah uh starfield some kind of space rpg is all we know it's been in development for a long time uh yeah, they finally announced that it's <laughs> you know it exists. <laughs> yeah, they didn't say anything else about like dates or anything. It was no. like it's coming. It's a thing. And then somehow, even after that, here comes Elder Scrolls Six. So it's like what date on Elder Scrolls Six? Like twenty four? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, like twenty twenty four. Yeah, it's like you can't. You've got to get through the whole of Starfield. It's got to be at least at least one more year, if not two. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, Elder Scrolls <laughs> must be miles away. Yeah. Bethesda, are like, so this year does actually break a convention. Bethesda are traditionally very good at just saying, "Hey, we're making this stuff. It's coming out like this year, like or, I mean, really, really, so, or really soon." Clearly. This year, they broke that, and they were like, oh, "We're talking about next year, mostly." Well, Fallout's okay. I mean, yeah, that's the, that's their okay, one thing, and that and that's why they spent so much time on it. So, yeah, the fair fair play on that front. I mean, Starfield, but, they only it's like the only reason to say that is just because of the leaks I guess yeah just make sure that's confirmed they just have to like confirm and then Elder Scrolls 6 you're only saying that to shut the fuck everyone up because <laughs> you're <laughs> fed up with hearing them telling you to make Elder Scrolls 6 <laughs> sure they've got to build a whole new graphics engine for that surely surely that's you not, would hope. surely that's not creation engine you would hope in another four years they might have made a new engine mm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like the idea of like, like, oh, please stop. We, we're, we're making it. Just, there are just... like a few other instances in the press conferences where it's just like, it seems like they were just like, stop. 
Shut up. We're going to, we've, obviously, we're doing this, or we're doing this now so you can shut up talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I guess that's why they did the Skyrim jokes a little bit, to be like, hey, fake out. Like, we're not making Elder Scrolls 6 yet. We're going to talk about Skyrim some more, even in this joke. Well, though, I mean... Like, the Skyrim joke is just that the, they actually just made a joke. And yeah, it was yeah. a fairly decent, a fairly joke, decent I joke. Guess. Yeah, they know what's going on with Skyrim. Apparently, that guy that's in the video is like a fairly well-known comedy actor. In a, in what America, you don't know that guy? Key, I don't know that guy. Key and Peel. He's the key guy name? from Key and Peel. Um, you know, Peel what made Get Out and everything and won an Oscar and all that stuff. I don't know what this guy's doing. I guess he's doing. <laughs> um, uh, you know, jokes for press conferences. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, they've got a good sketch go, or they did before one of them got super famous. Um, do, um, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. didn't. One thing I noticed about those two is, for some reason, the other day I just was watching on YouTube the classic. Um, uh, <laughs> what what what's his name with the Weird Al <laughs> videos? All right, yeah. Like, what's the absolute most classic Weird Al songs? Probably like. Um, Amish Paradise, right? Something like that. And then <laughs> I watched um, White and Nerdy, which is the his version of Riding Dirty, right? Yeah. I want to oh, roll yeah. with oh, the gangsters, but I'm just too white and nerdy. And so I was just I watching the video of that, and the two the like, one as well. gangster the, the dudes were so like, what the hell? We're Key and Peele. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I was like, are. oh, really? <laughs> that must have been a long time ago. Huh. We've come a long way also, since then. Also, there's the, you know, the Jewish... Um, Take on Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yes. I like the um. There isn't a video for it, I don't think. But I like the uh, instead of uh, Lola by the Kinks, it's Yoda, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yo 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 Yoda. Tacky instead of happy. That was pretty That's good. Good one. Oh yeah. Uh, Aluminum foil instead of Royals by Lord. That's good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just? Get through Square Enix real quick. Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, I think we, I can. Think we can bust for it. Uh, okay, let's, let's let's do some more Shadow of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> My first question is: Was that whole conference just hella blown out, or was that just the three wires? No, it was the sound quality was awful, <laughs> it was really bad. It was like it, over. Uh, I think they were running a, a. To my ear, it sounded like they were running a compressor, right? But a, maxed it out way <laughs> too far. Um, there was some clipping going on for sure. In my in my version of the stream, there was some like horrible mm. places, but uh, yeah, it sounded like it was highly compressed. And also, the the president guy who turned up first said Square Enix far too many times. Square Enix, Square Enix, Square Enix. <laughs> Say Square Enix one more goddamn time. Uh, yeah, too many. This was not a great show. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> which is why we're about to shit for it. Right? Yeah. Um, Shadow of Tomb Raider, yeah, we've sort of already talked about it. Nothing really to add. Did we get some proper like gameplay here? I guess. Uh, yes. I mean, like, some. I mean, it looks about as murder. I, I think it actually looks worse, <coughs> both visually and gameplay wise, than than the previous games because mm-hmm. they focused again on the combat stuff, which is not its strong point. Like Tomb Raider's best when you're actually in the blooming tombs. And uh, yeah, they did come out and say, "Hey, we've got like twice as many of them now, something like that. We've yes. made more tombs." And it's like, great, it really, that that was the best stuff. Why haven't we seen any of that? Um, why are you focusing on Lara getting beat up more and being constantly in peril? And 
I did like this mudding up. I did like the stupid start sequence where they just like they have the dramatic plane crash. Oh yeah, yeah. Jump, like, she says jump out and yeah, he doesn't. Well, she says jump out and it's like okay, that's stupid, but that would probably be your best option, I guess. Jump in the water, yeah. But it. then it's like, oh no, what I'll do is I'll put on this incredibly tiny seatbelt. That'll save me. <laughs> Mm. For a, oh, yeah, that was really even, weird. Why did and she it's not even like belt? she's in the half of the plane with the wings, even. No. She's literally <laughs> just falling out of the sky. She's literally going to smash into a million bits. And it's yeah. not even a full seatbelt, it's a lap belt. Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> that's, clearly, that's the problem with like, America and you know how they don't like seatbelts. Mm. It's just like they don't understand how seatbelts work, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Yeah, so weird that that sequence is properly on. Well, a big issue with the Tomb Raider games in general is that Uncharted just does it better, right? Which is yep. annoying. Uh, and Tomb Raider originally was a ripoff of Indiana Jones, right? Right, and so is Uncharted. <laughs> mm. But but Naughty Dog just do it better. And then this time around, they did this like gritty stealth section where she's murdering tons of fools or whatever mm. and then naughty to just do it a million times better in the sony conference so it's like what's yep. the point yeah yeah so it's, it's just i don't know i just got kind of and I, I didn't i didn't i don't like it i don't really know how to put it into words i just don't like it i mean no. the, like it one of the most overused thing that I think started bothering me last year in last year's conferences and things like that is the whole I'm just going to walk through bushes thing again. Yeah. And it's like, now we've put bushes on the wall that I can now walk through. And it's yep. like, like you can't do that. Stop doing that. It's like, it's a convenient mechanic. I get it, but I, I'm bored of it. I don't... And it was also quite a bad demo for, like, dumb AI. Yeah. They really, yeah, really like, dumb. They really kind of... And there's the bit where, like, the... The, one of the dudes says the same voice line twice in a row. Oh, did that happen? That was the same bark. Yeah, well, not the same bark. It's like incidentally, he's like, I need a report from somewhere, and then he like she kills someone, and then it says the same line again because the same that guy's just like running his sequence again in right, the background right. or something. Well, I thought it was slightly weird that she crept up on what like the techie guy that was doing something on a laptop or something. Yeah, like and they're they're in the middle of a, they've had a conversation with this guy, so they clearly know him. <laughs> yep. And then, like, they, they murder him. She distracts him. him. She the other guy with an arrow, kills him, and he turns around and he's like, oh, there's a body! <laughs> yeah, like, very generic. There's a body! Not, yeah. not like, oh my god, they killed Steve. Yeah. No. yeah. Like, you know, that, Video that, game wouldn't that, stuff. Wouldn't that yeah. line just be so much better? And, it's not, of, like, and also, he should go, automatically go on to high alert, because it's the dude literally next... It's not like he happened upon the body on his patrol room. Really yeah, yeah. It's literally the guy he was standing next oh. to five seconds ago. It just it just comes across as bad, doesn't it? Yeah, like, not... it comes across bad. I mean, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five really had not 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 any way perfect, but really pretty good like AI on this stealth stuff. I thought mm. with the guards and stuff, and anything like more old fashioned than that now just is a bit embarrassing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, th- there is something to be said for like simplistic stealth in the sense that like it's easy. Yeah, and it's not as <laughs> not frus- and it's not as frustrating as I traditionally find stealth. Yeah, um, but there's other ways to make it less frustrating, yeah. other than having everybody being done. That's not fun. Like it'd be more interesting if they were smarter. Yeah, but it'd be more interesting if they were more believable in their behaviour. But you had more yeah. tools to to count to offset that, or more. You know, you know what I mean. Like mm. even the Batman stuff, where you're up in the in the you, you know in the rafters or whatever. Like anything where you have some kind of advantage in the stealth, it just 
I, I guess what I, the bigger th- the big takeaway from it is is it, it, it makes me feel like they don't know what has been bad about the previous two games. Mm. They just don't know. Um, you know, the, you know, the combat has been okay, but it's been a little bit flaky at times. The stealth has been just okay, a little bit flaky. The writing has been awful. <laughs> and none of those things seem any different. There's just a, there's a, there's a certain... Uh, yeah, they just don't quite... They want to add more rather than fix what was the problem. I mean, the tomb, more tombs, that's great. At least they learned that part. People like tombs. It's in your name. Um, yeah. They got they got that bit right last time and that's something they have over like Uncharted or whatever. That's more yeah, like the, it's more like a Zelda type thing, isn't it? They like shrines yeah, the, the, only not not as good. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But but they all they all work you know, in the last game they were all of them were pretty unique. They didn't yeah, really that's revisit cool. revisit ideas. Um similar to how Zelda treats most of its shrines, like ignoring the combat ones. Um Yeah. Yeah, so you know, it, has, it does have that going for it. If I can do that again, great. It's just the rest of it. It's just the trappings, the non-tomb raiding. Uh, I just don't get a good. Yeah. Anyway, I could. There's not much more to say about that, but yeah, I don't like it. Don't like it. It's not. It's not giving me good vibes. Let's not talk about it again. Keith David time. Doing a little bit of voiceover. No, that's, that was their thing for this not really press conference, but it's just a video. Yeah. <laughs> what, so everything Keith is Keith David. David. No, Keith David. Come on, man. He's still he's still cool. That voice is still amazing. Yeah, still it did has. give me... Oh, I'm still like, yeah, you should have been at the, the Halo presentation. Just, <laughs> you know, doing something. Just give me some Arbiter. Some sweet Arbiter tones. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen cross Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's kind of cool. I well, suppose if you if you're in a fourteen, I'm sure it's not. It doesn't look like it was just a Rapalos, right? The Rapalos and the yeah. what are the cats called? Pal- Palicos, something like that. Just like a little mini, just like a boss, probably. Yeah, probably. Or a raid, single thing. That's kind of fun. Uh, we got a different Captain Spirit trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um, and a, I think we got the date this time. I'm not sure we had the date before, but anyway, 26th of June. Very soon. <laughs> yeah. Like a few days away. Well, we a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Uh, and we got some. This is where things started going awry, like properly awry. Like well, you don't like Dragon Quest. I mean, I mean, no, but there was a. There, something else was playing in the background of the stream. Yeah, there was some I, conversation that was not anywhere else in the co- in this talk about architecture and I don't, something. And it's like, where was this sound coming from? I don't think that was on Square. I think that was on oh, the GameSpot feed. The GameSpot feed. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough then. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, I'll take that back. Um, it's good. Dragon Quest looks like a good-looking game. I've added an extra E somehow, so it's Dragoon Quest. <laughs> Dragoon Quest. Oh, man, if it was like Panzer Dragoon Quest. Um, what are they on, like 11 yep, now? Yep, it's 11. Um, <laughs> Although we'd say that what are they on, we're probably still like two behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good-looking game. Um, also seems like it's gone a little bit action-y rather than turn-based-y. Because <laughs> it's a square we're talking about. Because it's square, yeah. <laughs> I thought Dragon Quest was the one that was... <laughs> Sort of staying turn based or had stayed turn based for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is 11. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess the one surprise of the Square show then? Oh no, just well, a couple of surprises, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's Babylon's Fall about? Who knows? Yeah, good question, yeah. Um, I, I mean, there was a lot of a lot of historical text in that video that you might be able to infer something from if you can be bothered. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and a bit of me was thinking, is this something? Is it? Are they? Is this a franchise of theirs that they're rebuilding? But then, no. It's just, it seems like it's something else. I mean, to me, just from the historical text aspect of it, it was looking quite a lot like a Dark Souls esque. Yeah. But then, why would Square have that? Or maybe they would build it themselves. Yeah. Something else, like. I don't know, the way they were doing all the historical stuff, maybe, was this a world that's established? Yeah, and that's the other thing, where it's like, is this just something I don't know? Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the fans. Uh, anyway, don't know, I have no idea what that game is. Um, didn't really show anything. Uh, 2019. On the plus go. side, it, it is at least a thing and not an engine. True, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't an engine teaser like they tend to do. It's like, yeah, we're making a game. Um, and then just a reminder that Nier's coming to Xbox. Yep. Um, a reminder that Octopath is about to come out. Yep. A reminder that Just Four, Just Cause Four, is a square thing. It's pretty much the same trailer that yeah. they showed at Xbox. They didn't really extrapolate I mean, here. Just Cause Four was the one where they did more detail, right? They actually talked about it. Before. I think they did that at the PC Gaming Show. I'm pretty sure it was in the Square one as well. Okay, because I didn't maybe watch. They... I didn't watch the PC Gaming thing. Oh, maybe they, they. I think they had some on-screen stuff about hey, we've increased the granularity of destruction and stuff like that, and some some techie details. Because there was a dude talking. That was the thing in the, in the more deep, whichever one it was that they have that. There's a dude on stage at PC Gaming that obviously talks. Well, no, there was a dude it. talking over the Just Cause thing in one. Uh, it was either the Microsoft one or the yeah. Square one. What? I don't remember which one. What evs? They were they're more Just Cause 4. We've already talked about it. Uh, uh, this next trailer came a little bit out of left field. Um, yes. The Quiet Man. Uh, a dude walks up to some punks, is apparently deaf. Apparently, beats them up in FMV. In, in FMV. Uh, oh yeah, in FMV, FMV and then swaps to punching in gameplay, and then back to FMV. Maybe at the end, I can tell. But we're gonna, if that, I don't know how quite how that transition happened or when. But it was if that if that if that's like how the game plays, then it's I mean, like that is slick as hell. I wouldn't have bet on it. But what is like what yeah. is it? It's just like quantum break again, where it's like a TV show and a game. Oh, we'll come back to that thought. <laughs> we'll come back to that thought. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Again, just like nice to see something new. Yeah, I guess nice to see something new. I want to. I want to know more. Well done there. And they finished on more Kingdom Hearts because that's their biggest thing, I guess. Yeah, was this where they finally? No, was this where they talked Pirates of the Caribbean at last? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Although I say that's their biggest thing, you'll notice that they didn't say any fucking thing about Final Fantasy VII. No, no <laughs> FF7 remake chat this year. Not a sausage. Is this trouble? Is this project doomed? Well, it did kind of seem doomed, even like last year and the year before. Yeah. It seemed doomed from the start, more or less. So long, so long. All right, I think this is an appropriate place to break. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, we've got because we've still got three more Ubisoft PC gaming show, which we'll do briefly. Yeah, um, the Sony show. And the Nintendo. Uh, and obviously Nintendo. Nintendo. Cool. cool. Thanks for joining us for part one of our E3 special 2018. Join us for part two for all of those. I got, oh, we didn't talk to Volvo. I mean, we could touch on that quickly, I suppose. Is there anything to say about that? Uh, three games. 
They release games. That's what Devolver does. Yeah, and they do stupid shows that got more stupid this year and less funny. Um, Scum looks like a Battle Royale game, I think, from what I remember of it. I don't know. That one passed me by. My friend Pedro, however, looks pretty pretty cool. Well, they've already showed that before. Yeah, we already knew that was... And apparently it used to be a Flash game I that, has be been, that has been highly upgraded. Well, I don't know if it upgraded as much as just remade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then... Okay, I've heard of Metal Wolf Chaos before. That's apparently a thing. They're doing a re-release of it or something. Mechs at the White House, hmm. I think is what I gathered from that. I think it was like an OG Xbox game or something like that. I can't remember. I, I, I vaguely remember it being a thing and people going, this is bonkers in the, in the right sort of way. Like it's a kind of bad game, but the setting and the story and how it all plays out is, you know, madness yeah. in an entertaining way. So, all right, that's coming back. Anyway, yeah, I'm done. We, I thought we could crap that one through. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, say bye again. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Boop, 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 boop.